With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello. What's up? Hello. Whoa, I'm getting feedback. Hello. There's two of you. Whoa. <laughs> it's off hand, but I came in as 42. Yeah. Yeah, like they did before. You've done um, that before. Yeah. 
see who can uh, who can stay up the longest this time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easy for me. Yeah, I was about to say you had advantage. I think I'll win this one. I get it done. Hey. What time is it? Yeah, what time do you have? Um, I'm 5.43 p.m. And on Tuesday? Yeah, I'm on Tuesday. You, you guys are Monday, eh? Yeah, Monday. Well, now it's Tuesday. Well, 43 a.m. 11.43 for me. So I'm still Tuesday. You guys are in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see, we saw the millennium, you know, all them, all them years ago. Um, before you guys, it's pretty cool. But, uh, you guys have got the benefit of saying um, you guys are on top and we're down bottom. So kind of evens itself out. <laughs> no, there's uh, is it the Daily. Somebody's show now has the globe upside down in the background. Upside down oh, really? from what we're all used to. South Pole at the top. Why do you think they're doing that? Trying to... Why not? Why not? Yeah. And next they'll have, like, they'll start, like, propagating the whole flat earth thing, which they kind of are anyway. Oh, yeah, that's... I think that's hilarious. But I'm I'm looking at it. I mean, how yeah. would we know, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean... I'm on board. With flat earth? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of... <laughs> um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not, but I don't... The only reason I'm not, I mean, is because of what I talk about all the time, that the lifetime of uh, programming. But one of my ancestors supposedly... Well, not supposed... Or as far as I know. I mean, I wasn't there. I can't remember that far back. But it was like the second guy to sail around and come back where he started. So that makes a pretty good case for a globe. For me, on the other hand, he could have sailed in a big circle on a flat earth. So. Yeah, so <laughs> how, would, how would you know? You know I mean, how do, yeah. we know, how do we know we're not all in a hooked up to a battery like the Matrix movie? There'd be yeah. no way well, to know the difference, right? I think that Admiral Byrd, or I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I uh, was saying, um, I feel, I feel kind of uneasy when I think about around, like a, <clears throat> like a globe, no? Why is that? I, I don't know. It's weird, because ever since I, I saw the concept of the flat earth, it, like, kind of just brought peace to me, and, uh, that's why I'm kind of... I'm kind of with it because whatever like resonates with me, I'm like, oh, okay, it must be truth. And um, now, now when I try to think of the Earth as round, like a globe, I, it just it feels weird. Like it feels uneasy. Like I don't know. It's strange. 
So tell, tell us about Admiral Byrd. I was just going to say whenever he um, he was going to find the South Pole, and uh, that's whenever he came back and was saying, what was it he said? Uh, I, I thought he was hollow earth, not flat earth. He said there was a big hole at the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's part of it. That that can go along with with the flat Earth because it's well, the, all I know is, and I was I never had the uh, fortune to fly on it, but people that flew on the Concorde, they flew high enough they they could see the, the horizon was curved. Yeah, I don't know. But, so, but would that make it around Earth though? Well, then how can you explain? Sail to the end. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Or just how can you explain people being able to see across the Great Lakes? I forget what what city it's in. If it's, uh, I don't remember. But I know they could see across the Great Lakes. Lakes. It was like over sixty miles, and they would be able to see downtown Illinois. Or downtown uh, Chicago, I'm sorry. And at 60 miles away, that's like way past, you know, the curve. Like, that should, you shouldn't be able to see 60 miles away. Okay. Well, uh, okay, that makes a good case for that. But I heard a mm-hmm. story about, I believe it was in Texas, they, they made a mile-long building, and they didn't do it with a bubble level, you know, they did it with a laser, so it was actually flat. And it would hold water in the middle of the building and run off both ends. So a mile a mile long built long building? Yeah. So it was flat. Uh-huh. But it held water in the mi- in the middle, but there was no water on the e- on either edge. So that that says to me the earth is curved and the gravity was holding the water in the middle. So I don't know. I mean, you know. Uh, I really think about that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going for that. And it's not it's not a perfect globe either. It's like flattened out at the equator and the astronauts say it's kind of pear-shaped. It's not even, uh, it's not even a flat, flattened globe. It's Odder than that, even. Yeah. So, when you look at and you see the planets, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You guys are both <laughs> in good places for seeing stars, right? You're not near the big city with, that you can't see the yeah. stars? Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, sort of pretty good view. So yeah, got, I see lots of stars here. You see the planets, right? You know the planets are different because they don't twinkle? Yeah. yeah, and they um, look round, and they look round. But, they but just because they're round, though, just because they're round, they could be like flat, though, couldn't they? Like a disc. Well, well, if you look at the, if you look at the Book of Enoch, it talks about uh, wandering stars, the wandering stars, and there was yeah, like that's, a, that's the, the planet. same amount. Yeah, it's the planet. And then you you keep reading, and it talks about the stars are actually angels. And and if 
if the planets or if the stars even are, well, the planets were stars too, referred to as stars too. So if they're actually what, you know, um, what they teach us, like giant balls of gas or you know, thousands of times larger than Earth, then how can you explain the book of Revelation when it says that all the stars fall to the Earth? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought about that. Um, okay. Um, like, to me, like, like I, I do a lot of, like, overlapping. And, you know, you guys, you guys can disagree with it or whatever. But it's, like, to me, like, sometimes, like, a star or a sun um, represents the soul. So... Um, possibly, you know, when it says the stars fall to earth, like, what, what do we have today in our world? You know, we have, well, we have, like, Hollywood stars, you know, we have, like, we have inequality, you know. Um, it's, you know, inequality is rampant throughout society, like, uh, and it's part of the big problem to why, you know, things are shaken up around the world. Like, it's the people's will, and that could... I mean, it could refer to that. I don't know. That's just a thought. Did, did the, uh, the movie stars, like... Well, yeah, stars? I mean, well, okay, think about it. You're a star, I'm a star, Idiotis is a star. Like, we have a star in our chest. It's got our soul, it's got our heart. You know, and that's one word I know of, um, is in Spanish, I think, is S-O-L which is sol, S-O-L, and it means sun. Estrella? And then, A? What did you say? I'm, oh, I, type, I type it in. It's, it's Estrella. You, you know the Spanish or Mexican word, Hispanic word for sun, eh? Uh, for, yeah, sun, eh? Sun is sol. Yeah, S-O-L. Well, what does soul sound like? It sounds like soul, as in S-O-U-L. Okay, yeah. And then the soul is likened to the heart, which is the very center of our body. And it's our heart, um, the scientists have proved that our heart um, produces the most um, electromagnetic kinetic energy. Yeah. It it produces, I don't know, like I think it was like 50,000 times more than the brain or something. Uh-huh. Um, the other two energy points is the gut or the bowels. They produce a lot of energy, the heart and the brain. Those are the three major energy things. But the heart, obviously, is the most, so that's our soul. Did you get that off like Hermetica? Um, no, I mean... Somewhere else? The Heart Mass Institute? I don't know. I just um, I don't really keep track of where I get information from, but a part of it is okay. not actually from like documentaries. Part of it is just me actually sitting down and contemplating. Like, like that's what I do with lore and stuff. Like words, like I flip flop words. I remove vowels. I put vowels in. I read the word backwards. Like take the word law for example. Law backwards is war. W a l war. So law is like a brick wall. And, um, you know, 
like you look at the pyramid on the the dollar bill it's got you know the base is all bricks that's the bricks the will of the people and because war replaced the a with i and it became wil which is will you know mine is the one l but you can phonetically it's spells will so that goes into the fact that if we want the power um, that Carl Lentz is trying to um, teach us, then it all ties into our will and what we do with it, our sick nature, our sign nature. And that's what I was saying today about you rescinding your signature. It's an ongoing thing. It's not just simply signing it on a piece of paper. That's one aspect of it, but it goes on, goes on and on and on. You know, it's all in your actions. How so? In what aspect do you think it goes on? Like, what, what do you mean by that? Like, well, okay, I okay. I want to apologize to you guys. I want to apologize to you guys. I want to apologize to Idioti. I want to apologize to you, Ashley. But you know, I I think I got like heated, angry in my voice tonight. Um, but it's just like my passion because you know. I'm angry that these people can do that to a young mother like you, Ashley, and take your kids away from you. So I got angry. And um, what was I getting at? Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Well, no need, no need to apologize to me. Yeah, you did. I mean, I represent yeah. your convictions. Yeah, I don't know. Like Donaldson, I'm bringing up his name again. I can't help it, but you know, he he said to me on last night's call, he said, "Oh, you know, law fan, he make a useless prosecutor." And like, you know, he's bang on. Like he's speaking the truth. Like I'd make a useless prosecutor because I hate, I hate persecuting people. I hate like, I hate pointing out their flaws or pointing out making them. I just hate being mean to people and like that's kind of what prosecutors do like I just bring it back to the word persecution and you know they're there to persecute Christ's children and it's not necessarily a bad thing but it is on one aspect it is a bad thing but on another aspect it's it's there to teach us a lesson to grow up and wake up and realize who we are and that is a child of God in his image, which makes us co-creator with him, a mini, you know, kind of like a mini-god, but not god, but a mini-god. A little aspect co-creator. Anyway, I'm sure you guys know all this. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I can I can go on a rant like Carl Lentz and just keep talking, 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 talking about I don't know, I feel like people already know what I'm saying, so it's like, what is? And that's good, they should know. They should know. The world should know because the world needs to wake up. Because everyone keeps saying. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's the power. Like, if you take words and you just flip them, you flip them backwards, you know, say them backwards, say them one way, remove vowels, replace vowels, um, replace letters that are next to one another. So, like, you've got ABCDFG, um, like, like WX, 
like replace a W with X, and it gives you a deeper meaning to that word. It's kind of a bit of an esoteric technique, but and it doesn't really. Have you seen that thing? They have this uh, sentence written out, and you just read it without thinking. But when you go back and look, yeah, all the words. It's the letters of the words, but they're all mixed up. They're not in proper order. Mm. And on a paragraph, it's like a sentence or two or whatever it is. And you just read it, and until you read the explanation afterwards, you didn't even realize you read this totally jumbled thing. It had the correct letters, but they were mixed up. But your mind just automatically adjusted, and you just read it anyway. Wow. Yeah, I ran across that. I probably have wrote it in my notes somewhere, but, yeah, I couldn't tell you where to find it again. But it it was interesting. Yeah, well... Yeah, you know, it's pretty neat. <laughs> I like that. Um, um, yeah, it's like what I was saying tonight, like, where, you know, if you're going to, like, judge the television as, you know, the devil's eye and, like, trying to brainwash me and, and get inside my head and all that, you're actually cutting yourself off from... You're cutting yourself partly off from God because God is everywhere, right? He's all things. So isn't God part of God, the television and movies and entertainment? Mm-hmm. You know, I say yes because bringing it back full circle, like if you've seen the movie Wanted, the guy, everywhere he goes, he sees a message from God through all the words around him. He goes to an ATM machine. And it says, why are you here? But it's it all pops out. I don't know. Is that what you were saying in ELT? Like where the words just pop out to you? And they give you like a message, but it's not actually... No, no. It's not no. actually a message that was intended by the paragraph, but it's more of a divine message from God, and it's telling you what to do next. Well, I think you could... That could happen... <clears throat> You know, if you were in tune anyway, yeah, you could you could get a message out of everything. I think the the overall, because I watch a lot of TV, and I'm sure I'm getting uh, programmed by it and everything. I don't care. I watch it anyway. But yeah. I, I would say overall, if you watched no television at all or you watched a lot and tried to get all the messages and stuff, probably the guy yeah. that doesn't watch at all is probably better off as far as knowing the reality of the earth of the world and life and all that stuff he's probably better off he's but probably kind of, reading books though too which well, is yeah. better. i mean i think it's a good thing and i read books but you know once again the guy who never reads never watches television um you know just interacts with people and and lives life and probably sees a lot more nature than we do. You know, he's probably uh, more in touch with the earth. So, yeah, it's probably a better thing not to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all like, it comes back to, what is it? Um, I think it's Maat or something. Um, Balance, you know, the the yin-yang. No, not 
on not on the white side, not on the black side. Um, and in the center of the storm, because it's like yeah, balance. Oh, balance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because see, I'm actually technically I'm a Libra, <clears throat> which um, you know, I, I don't want to tell, I don't want to tell you who you are actually, but um, hey, you you gave me your birthday and um, I'm a I'm well, a child of God. Yes. Huh? Yeah, I'm a child of God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah, I mean, if you like astrology, I mean, it's like I'm a Libra, and I lived most of my life thinking I was a Scorpio because I was going by um, Western astrology. But, um, see, like everything, they they give you one thing, and they like to take out 10%, and we have to discover that 10% for ourselves. Um, and that's what they did with Western astrology. Uh-huh. And um, so most people walk around thinking they're one sign, like, oh, I'm a Scorpio, but oh, actually, I'm not a Scorpio, I'm a Libra. Or I'm a Leo, oh, no, I'm actually a, um, a Cancer, or a Cancerian, you sorry. Be, no. You have to be careful with, with the Zodiac, though, because back in the day, in the Bible, you would have got stoned for, for messing with horoscopes. No, 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 no. See, that's a misnomer. Look in the very Genesis. Uh, I can find the scripture. Right? Okay. Right in Genesis. Uh, I don't know. The, it's like in the first. It's probably like, I'm just guessing. It's probably like Genesis verse 8 or 9 or 10, somewhere around there. It's like, okay. <clears throat> God strictly said, the stars and the signs, uh, what is it? This, yeah. The stars are to be signs um, for man to use. Right. So what do they what do they call a horoscope? They call it a star sign. Okay. And so. Okay. Yeah. But I don't I don't want to sip on anyone's belief. Like actually, this is your call. If, if you want, you know. If, no, if I don't I'm, worry about. I'll, I'll really try and find you the um, scripture. Well, I I know what scripture you're talking about, but there's actually another one that I'm thinking of in Deuteronomy. I'm looking for it right now. Okay, what well, what would make you what would make you afraid of, aka the zodiac? Like, well, I never said I was afraid of it. Okay, okay, what would make you think that God dislikes it and it shouldn't be even looked into? Um, because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you <laughs> hold on. I'm looking I'm looking for it. I don't wanna say it wrong. Okay. Well, I mean I'm just going by what I've researched and mm-hmm. the zodiac I think originally it wasn't called the Zodiac. It was called something else. The but Maseroth. Original. The what? The Maseroth? Yeah, I don't know, probably. Um, it was... But anyway, the point was, originally it was um, thought up, or, you know, designed to 
track the stars and the weather patterns and all that for harvest so they could harvest their crops. And it wasn't until later on, like thousands of years later, that um, I guess they expanded on it and and it, and it, because, you know, everything evolves, so it evolved into something else. And then they started realizing that, um, you know, our bodies are 80% water or 75% water and that the different elemental planets out there have a magnetic field and the same way that the moon because the moon's the closest, the moon makes the tide, which is water, the Earth's water, rise and fall, you know, a high tide and then low tide. And think of that same system inside our body and that, like, water ties into emotion and then, so that magnetic field through that different um, star constellation at that time which is a mixture of energies, is stirring up a different pull of energy within us, depending on what time we were born. And then that affects how we act and think. And, you know, unless we've evolved past that, because there's always, that's if you believe it too. It's a belief thing too. But then there's the unconscious part of it where it doesn't take belief that it will just affect your mood anyway. If that makes sense. Did you get that from me? Because I say the same thing, except where you say magnetic field, I say gravity. Well, the moon. How does the moon? How, how does the moon move the tides? Isn't well, it through gravity. the magnetic field? Okay. No, it's okay. Gravity. It's pulling okay, on the moon. So, so it's the gravity pull that through the moon that pulls the tides. Right, um, right. It's yeah. trying to pull the water to itself, and it only can pull it so far. So that's where you, the water, the water follows the moon. If you were out yes. in space and and the Earth was round and all that stuff, and you you could see it, you could probably see the what, like well, especially Pacific, you yeah. would see the water's higher on the moon side. Yeah, yeah and I mean. Go ahead. Go ahead. Huh? No, that's another thing that I wonder about uh, with the the whole flat Earth thing. You know how the moon affecting the tides and stuff. The moon is so so far away. How could it affect the tides? You know? Well, and then if if the Earth were flat, you know how? <laughs> what is it really? I'm just you know speculating. If it were, then what what's really going on whenever these alignments? happen and cause all these earthquakes, you know, what is it really if it's not the planet like we, we've been led to believe it is, then what is it, you know? Yeah. Uh, if, if the moon's not going around, then how do you explain the tides? Have you guys... I'm not saying it's not going around because it still goes around but just not how we think. Well, I have the ability to, I had the ability to create um, cognitive dissonance in myself, which is um, holding this uh, two 
opposite beliefs at the same time. <laughs> and that sounds dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I I sailed across the Atlantic, and we made landfall on this side on Barbados. And Barbados is a really flat island. Okay. So, and it's, it's east of the other islands. It's not close to uh, the other mountainous islands. So, you have to navigate pretty good. And we couldn't see it till we were close to it. So, I mean, to me, that, that tells me that the earth is round. Uh, you know, not that you just couldn't see that far. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I like to, like, I don't like to throw away the round world, round S, so like, I kind of believe it's round and flat at the same time. <laughs> Which that kind of cancels it out. That's like a yes and no argument. But so, so, okay. We don't know. We don't know. That's the point. So it's well, a yes and no argument. The people that say that say that Antarctica is a ring all the way around this flat disk. Right. So, so the ancients believed that you you shouldn't go too far, you'd fall off the edge. Well, it sounds to me like if, if that's the case, you would fall off the edge if you went to Antarctica. And people go to Antarctica and they go all the way to the other side of Antarctica and none of them have fallen off that I know of, so I don't know. Well, Antarctica is actually protected by the military as, as well as the North Pole. Uh, you can't you can't get access without being stopped by military. Oh, I I don't know. I can't imagine they have a fence all the way around Antarctica. Well, it, it, I don't know. There's a, the, a friend of mine. Scripture. I'll go ahead. Well, I knew I knew uh, a guy that worked there, and there's a there's a friend of mine who's considering going down there to work now. So if he does, I'll make sure uh, I've got my email working and we'll see what he has to say. Yeah. I've never been there. I've never been south of Venezuela. You're closer to Los Angeles. Why don't you go to Antarctica and tell us? Right. <laughs> Throw some rocks and see if they bounce off anything. <laughs> yeah, well, may, maybe they're giving us like like disclosure, like they they they, they bring out these those shows like what was under the dome and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like the Simpsons movie, right? Yeah, and he tries to climb out the top. Um. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who. Maybe we only know, like, like I, I never really like to talk about the end of this world because maybe, maybe it doesn't end. I don't, I don't know. So, uh, sorry, I, I have to mute out for a second. I, I'm just being distracted for a second. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about the end of the world. No. 
people they, they've been predicting that for uh long before I've been here and it's still going so I just want to try and make my remaining years. Yeah, the only reason I suggested a call, actually, and you were you were handling it all right, but uh, uh, you know, Roddy and a couple of the people—they're trying to get—they're on these calls that are supposedly common law calls, and they're—they seem to be promoting everybody to go back to the system everybody's trying to get out of. Yeah, I kind of noticed that. Uh-huh. Okay, well, it's, it's okay as long as it's not just me then. It's fairly obvious then, uh, so that's good. Well, well, um, can, can I interject? Like, a huge problem I find on the calls is um, people are taking it, um, taking a lot of the stuff set on there to a, a private, like, personal level, like, as in a personal attack upon, you know, each other, which is funny because we're all using aliases. Um, right. On the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. I, I, I could, I could right. realize that with myself. But, yeah, um, Roddy, he might actually be Roddy. Uh well, I actually, I know his real name. Uh, uh, oh, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Well, because he was just, um, he was just, he was showing me one of his court documents one day to try and help me. And it was, like, it, yeah, it had his, like, three names on it. So. Oh, okay. Right. Full names. Yeah, but I'm not going to say. But anyway, um, well, could it be that, um... But could it be that people like Roddy are not necessarily coming on these calls to disrupt and and try to like create bad things, but like right. just trying to give a different aspect? Like like today oh. today your position or tonight idioty your position was no actually should and Ashley's position was no she shouldn't let. Um, CPS through her doors because once you're done that, you you've consented to that act, which is a contract, to them now kind of claiming your castle, your your jurisdiction, you know, your private jurisdiction. They brought the public into the product, so that's that was kind of your guys' position, you know, not let them in, and then Roddy was like. Roddy, you know, he sees the position you guys are taking, and then he's going to play devil's advocate, and he's going to go. I, I, I'm hoping that's the case with him. It's that he's constantly playing devil's advocate. but Yeah, but it's, it's not necessarily as a bad will. It's just giving everyone a full 360-degree um, right, view right. of the problem, and then it's really up to Ashley what decision she takes at the end of the day. You know, obviously, yeah, I, but... I would like but to think it, that's the case, but it, it's it doesn't come across that way. If it is, it doesn't. And, and he deserves more credit than I give him, but it absolutely does not come across like that to me. Well, also, with it being a common law call, I think we should stick with the common law. 
Yeah. I don't think we need to offer legalese advice because that's the whole reason we're coming to these calls is because we're trying to get away from the legalese. We want common law. Well, and the thing with Rodney, he, he tries to say it's also reasonable to cooperate with them. And the reality is it's not at all reasonable to cooperate with them. You know, well, could could it be I don't know what I don't. He acts like a guy that has just never had a bad experience with them. And that may be the case. Or or it may be like maybe he's just being devil's advocate or, you know, I don't really know. But, um, well, okay. I, I'm not going to, okay, I'm going to retract my statement. I don't think Roddy is being a devil's advocate, and I don't like that 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 um, concept because it has the word devil in it, and devil means rebel. So I don't think that um, he's being a rebel, you know, to take it to that level, and not, as in not arguing opposite side, but... Um, could it be that Roddy's coming from the position that I try to come from where we try to see the world as a peaceful place where everyone should act honorably, sorry, honorable, oh, I can't say that word, Hon- honorable, honorable, okay, Honor- honorable, okay, forget so, that word. You, you the know problem, I, you know that, that would be lovely if they were honorable. But they are absolutely not honorable, and they they allow themselves all the way up to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court says, yeah, cops can lie. Prosecutors can lie. Judges can lie. So there's the whole thing that that they're public servants. Even if you make a contract with them, you you don't know that they're going to be honorable in the contract. So why would you why would you strive so hard to be honorable with dishonorable people? That I would rather just not deal. I just had experience just yesterday with a with a couple of cops who were trying to engage me in conversation, and one was like sneaking up behind and stuff. It's like no no I ain't talking to you guys, you know. I and you know at, that was before the show and after the show I was going to go seek them out. And say, hey, you guys got a copy of your oath on you. You got a copy of your bond on you. But it's like, you know, I don't even want to talk to these guys because they're not honorable. They're they're not they're not as making sure your peace is not being disturbed. No, they're looking. They're fishing. They're trying to reel you into a contract. It's like, can, can I can I give you an example? Have? Can I give you one example why they're not honorable? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I've, I've researched on the internet, and um, apparently um, police, like if they so choose to, they they can choose to operate under a, um, not a nom de guerre, um, a pseudonym. So right. Under a pseudonym, which is a fake name. So when right. you see... Mr. John Locke, Constable Police Officer, standing in front of you, and he's got his name badge, and it says, you know, John Locke or whatever, Constable John Locke or whatever, that can be a completely fake name. There you go. 
There you go. So how is that honourable? You're not even dealing with like a upfront press. Like they're supposed to be public, not private. Like you know, public, not private. That's kind of being private. When they're supposed to be out in the public and serving the public and being honest. But yeah, I don't. I don't want to really bash on cops because I know cops um, listen into these calls. You know, FBI, CIA, and all that. So. Well, I, I can't imagine them not doing it. You no. know, I, I, um, you know, they were they were talking about, well, why did Dean Clifford go to jail? Well, what's the real reason he went? The real reason was he was teaching people, and they didn't like what he was teaching. You know, whatever the charge was, or whatever, uh, I tried to follow some of that. It was, I think it was some kind of gun charge or something, but it was basically bullshit, you know. But it, yeah, from like, memory, it was 11, 11 federal gun charges. So Was he not studying common law? Was, was he studying something else? He, he was, it was the common law, it was man on the land stuff. It was, it was basically, you know, the same idea. Common law principle. He, he, caught on, he caught on to Carl Lentz, like, sort of towards the end mm-hmm. of his case, and he then he tried to put Carl Lentz's stuff in his case, and then it just, the judge was just so confused because oh, he was just okay. all over the place with his case. So. Oh, the judge said something about he didn't like his change of tactics, and he yeah. was at that point, at that point, um, he and Carl had had a couple of exchanges early on, and I think it was like he was—he knew he was in trouble and he wasn't going to win with what he was doing. And it's like, well, here's something new. And uh, it was late in the case. Had he been on that line for a while, or had he managed to figure a way to get it in without? Uh, uh, you know, they figured it out. I think um, there, there's been a couple of Canadian judges. I don't know if it was on that case, but some of the specific language that Carl uses, mm-hmm. um, you know, judges have called people on it. And so it's obviously on their alert system. You know, yeah. if somebody says these words, you know, this is the tactic they're using, and, and shoot them down and lock them up. And I think, I think in Dean's case, that was early on. Um, Carl won a couple of cases in Canada, uh, child custody case or child, yeah, I guess you could say custody, but kidnapping, kind of like you, kidnapping the kids, and he got the kids back, you know, mm-hmm. or the people got the kids back using uh, Carl's help. One uh, yeah. was a. Newfoundland, you know, all these people that say Carl never wins, um, you know, it, it's, uh, well, like Jeffrey is the main one. Jeffrey wants to see a judge's decision in favor of uh, one of Carl's clients or something, okay? Well, if the case gets thrown out, you yeah. know, 
to me, that's a win, and that's not going to show up. And, and a lot of these things, yes. if you if win, doing... part, of, part of the agreement, okay, we're going to dismiss this, but you have to agree not to talk about it. You know, there's things, there's, and, yeah. and, there's all and kinds wouldn't of that, Wouldn't that bring that back to the one of the, the deeper concepts that Roddy tries to put out there that but people sort of don't really listen? That is... The reason judges do that is to not disturb the dead. Let the dead rest in peace. In other words, the dead, as in the sleeping corpses, um, people that walk around thinking they're legal fictions and not men and women anymore, they go to nine to five jobs and slave, you know, and don't study law. Could it be that to protect the public peace, because the preservation of the peace, which is of the public, which is the whole, the majority, you know, majority wins, majority rules, democracy, you know, could it well, be that, that the reason these judges throw it out is to not cause public, you know, outrage and public, you know, because that would turn in on the system. Then the system would break. Law and order would break down and then anarchy and chaos would Run that, that's a nice way of putting it, but that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, basically it's like, no, well, that's they, your don't, opinion, they don't want to disturb the money line. Don't wake up the sheep where, that we're busy shearing here. Okay, you figured it out. You get your out. Don't tell anybody else because you're going to fuck up our money line. Yeah, but doesn't God walk I kind of agree with that, though, because if they, there are a lot of people out there that are not as responsible, and if they did learn how to use exactly. the system, how to how to be a man, they could abuse that. It is dangerous. Yeah, yeah but if if they've learned the that, hands. if they've learned that, then then that shows the responsibility right there. You know, okay, idiot, 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 idiot. Can I point something out to you? Can I point something out to you? Do you know the Do you know the guy named Santos Bonacci? He's an Australian. Yeah, I know him. I mean, I know. And, him. Okay. I don't know him. In Mar- March 21, 2014, he made a big public display outside of. I think it was. I don't know. I think it was Dandelion Courthouse. Gone by memory. And he's, yeah, there's, there's a great. Yeah, he's got a lot of great stuff, but he made one big, huge mistake. I mean, well, for himself anyway. I mean, I'm sure he would have got a lot of people thinking and waking up, so that he did a lot of good there in that aspect. But on another aspect, for himself, he basically purged himself right out in public, on the public streets. If you go back on YouTube and watch his 20-minute um, expose out, out in front of the nine, ten, seven channel uh, news channel reporters, he's basically yeah. I don't know, exposing it. But it didn't yeah. help him. It's called uh, court corruption exposed, or something close to that. Is the title of that? Yeah, that's one. Of, yeah, I'm familiar with that one. I try and yeah. get everybody I know to watch it. Yeah, and like, he just, 
Like, I mean, I try to stay neutral and everything, but, um, like, I could see what he was doing wrong for himself, for his unique case. I mean... Well, there seems to be this idea that, oh, my God, you can't turn the people let loose. There's going to be riots in the street. Like the word yeah. anarchy. Okay, the word anarchy, everybody associates that with... Everybody running around shooting each other and stuff. That's not what the word means at all. I guess I have more faith in people than Roddy K types. I don't think everybody has to be minutely governed down to the smallest degree. I think it's. I don't. I don't. I don't think Roddy's saying society, that. I think society has done a good job of promoting that kind of behavior uh, based on what's put in the media, what is put in in, uh, in movies and music and the culture, it's promoted that kind of behavior, you know, like a negative. I'm not saying everybody everybody's exposed to it, but a lot of people, especially in the younger generations, you know, it just gets worse and worse every generation. So thinking about the younger generations, it'd be more likely to experience that kind of uh, of a type of arrogance, of a type of uh, you can't touch me. You know, I'm not saying everyone would, but there would be a lot that would well, cause that kind of problems, especially like for traffic, in, traffic tickets, for instance. Like, if people knew how to handle that, then you'd have people driving crazy, you know, or you could. There'd be the potential. I'm not saying that there would. I mean, I probably have a lot more people speeding. I don't think so. I don't but think can so. I, I know I, I speed. <laughs> that, 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 that actually brings it back to what I see uh, Roddy and Face One trying to put out there is they always bring it back to remaining in honor and in peace. And 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 the point is, is if you were a responsible adult and you knew how to work the law and get out of speeding tickets or, or things like that, the thing is, is you wouldn't even be getting into that position in the first place. And just so, let's say just so, ha- so happened that one time you were 5Ks or you guys go by miles, but yeah, we're 5Ks over the speed limit just because, you know, you, you looked away for a second, you didn't realize and the cop comes and tickets you for a speeding ticket, you know, like, to to have this whole system work for you, it, it really does start with trying your dang hardest to remain in honor, remain as a peaceful entity, being on this planet. I don't like to say human, human being. I just say being, whatever. Well, remaining an author is really more just not harming someone or damaging yeah, someone's property. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's my position. I can do anything, and I'll ask a cop that if it comes up. Is it not true? And if it's a real cop, he's going to have to acknowledge it. Is it not true I can do anything that harms no one? And I can do nothing that harms anyone. That's it. Why, why, why make it? 
Why complicate it from there? Have I harmed anyone? Was there a potential of Well, no, but why don't you just slow it down a little bit? Okay, that's fine. But guess, 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 you know, the judge is in the police. The judges and the police are not going to see it that way. They're going to see it as, well, we're not going to take that chance. We're not going to have a bunch of people drive around speeding because they say they can drive good. You can consider and they're going to regulate it. Then that means, yes, that's, that's preservation that's of the peace, sorry. That's well, not the point. Well, in their society, in the legal society, it is. Well, that is a point. It may be not your point, but it's a different point. No, the point because is to suck money out of people. That's the only point, is to suck money out of the people. They do yeah, a lot I mean, of that, that, that's another point. But, but you know, these police are supposed to be operating in preservation of the whole, protect and serve, you know? But, you know, protect. So, so that, that, you know, that's why we have speeding laws, to prevent people from speeding and running over your kids. That's protecting the public, protecting the whole. So, really... So, so a crack tail oh, light okay. endangers somebody's kid. What's that? What did you say? Crack tail lights going to endanger somebody's kid. A tail light? Oh, a tail light. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, if it if somebody doesn't see the car because its tail lights are not working, is it that what you mean? They're not working. No, like your no. Out? the lens is cracked or something like that. Oh, the windshield? But see, no. that's where Carl Lentz comes, that's where Carl Lentz, like the common law stuff comes in, because what they've done, what these cheeky, cheeky motherfuckers, these cheeky motherfuckers are taking, they're taking <laughs> a great idea, which is let's preserve the public, let's keep them safe. And... And they've ran wild with it. And then now they're charging us for oxygen and water. And water's free. Water's abundant. Why do they have to charge us for water? Because they charge us for water. And so you know it's going to run out in 2020. The head of Nestle, who's buying up water all over the world like crazy, uh-huh. Uh-huh. saying water should not be free. Water should be commoditized. That's why they poison it all with fluoride. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got well water, so it's not an issue for me. But yeah, I'm in a state. They just they just had to pass a law, or undo a law, or pass a new one on top of an old one. Um, There's a guy in prison for collecting rainwater in a barrel. That's crazy. On his own property. Rainwater, exactly. come on. Exactly. I I just want to, like, I really feel the need to, uh, you know, like, clear Roddy K's name on here because, you know, last night on a, another particular call, he's really, really being targeted. And, <clears throat> um, I get the feeling he tries. Like, I... Well, I, yeah, he brings I, it on himself. That's not... There's no... Yeah, but don't, don't, don't be all. You know, that's the point. Like, if we're if I'm speeding down the road and I get a ticket and 
then someone's trying to say, oh, they shouldn't charge you, but you don't see another road, which could potentially run over someone's kids, then haven't I kind of bought that ticket on myself? So really, shouldn't I be an honest, honorable person and go and pay that ticket? Okay. Are you talking about running through a school zone or a neighborhood, or are you talking about out in the middle of the country where you got you can see for a mile on either side? But the point I is, it's not unlawful think, to speed. It's not unlawful well, to speed. Correct. That's correct. So why am I paying for something that's legal? It's not right. unlawful. So, so you guys are saying those, that everyone should just speed? Those signs are. Why do I say that? What I'm saying is, why are you going to charge me for doing something that is lawful? Man, it's going to be like roadrunner down here. I'm not recommending speeding. I'm just saying it's not unlawful. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. You you got the cop on the stand. You know, have you ever investigated a car wreck? Oh yeah, lots of them. How many people in those car wrecks had driver's licenses? Oh, well, all of them. Okay, so this line about you got to license people and test them for safety, obviously you ain't doing it. So that's bullshit right there. Everything, yeah, and I get your point, and I've said it before, law fan, about most of the laws, when they were put in, there was a good reason to put them in, but they have since been perverted and twisted by the bar. And most of them, your legislatures don't even write those laws. Well, there's no they, new laws. There's just new codes or new statutes. Right, right. Yeah, the things they call, we would say laws in quotes, code statutes yeah. and regulations. And it's uh, not fair when they put up the, like they, like, like the speeding tickets just go up and up and up. Well, you know, like. <sighs> yeah, what about this crap? What about this crap? Um, you know, they've convinced people, and some of us are trying very hard to unconvince them, you know, the whole license thing to begin with. Oh, you can't drive without a license. In fact, I, you know, The Simpsons. I thought it was so funny. I tried to get everybody to watch that episode. But they were something happened. They were in Florida, and I don't know, whatever. Something happened, and they were they made their escape, and they were running to the car. And one of them says to Homer, "Well, they've got your license. What, how are you going to drive?" And it's like <laughs> I don't know, you know. And they get in the car, and the car starts, and they start pulling away. And it was like, oh, I guess I could drive without it. You know, it was. It was the so funny. Simpsons episode with the the yeah. flatters. Yeah. <laughs> so Did you see anyway. that one? There. Yeah, I I forget where I was going with that, but no, it's just it's just been taken way past reasonable. You know, it's it's oh, that's where I was going with it. Okay, you convinced the guy that he can't drive without a license, okay? But now he's behind on his child support. Okay, so what do you do? You pull his license. Well, how's he supposed to get to work to pay the child, catch up his child support? You know, they've just, they've got everything so twisted and upside down. They they don't give a fuck 
whether you do or don't do anything. They just want to control you. That's what it's all about. It's not... It's not even about the money. The money's just another method of controlling. They just well, yeah, it's a good point because yeah, they. I mean, they like. I, it's all like you know, it's all formula, like scientific formula, you know, math, 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 math and all that. But like, they they know how to like tax us just the right amount to keep it that the people don't like break out and riot. Because they're getting taxed too, uh, taxed too much, even though they do break out of riots, but not, you know. Then they change it, whatever, and then they, um, yeah, they they know how to make our slavery just, you know, just so like we're kind of a little bit happy within it, but they're not too unhappy, you know. They know how to keep the babies. Well, you know. you're gonna get you're going to get more work out of a happy slave than out of an unhappy slave, right? Mm. Yeah. What's, what's your problem? Uh, uh, is there not football this weekend? Is there not beer at the beer store? Is there not fast food everywhere? What's your problem? Isn't this slavery, isn't this slavery better than you're free to go live on roots and berries? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's an easy question. People just don't realize that that's what, that's what it's about. And some people, if you, if you lay it out, and I've done this for people, you know, if you lay it out, well, this is slavery and this is freedom. And some thoughtful people will actually say, oh, yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll take the slavery. Thank you. And that's well, fine. That's fine if they've been, if they're aware. If they're tricked into it, that's a different matter. Is, right. is it? Is, isn't it an amazing concept though? Like how you know they've got. You know, this is just one side to it. Well, I can argue another side to it, but this is just one aspect. But like that, you know, to use the infamous day, you know, they live, you know, kind of thing. But um, it's like they got us like thinking we need to give our time because time is money. So we need to give our time, six days, seven days a week, how many days we work. We need to give that away to claim our freedom. <laughs> it's a freaking, that's a real mind one now, like. Selling your time for freedom, that doesn't even make sense. But yet that's what <laughs> they've got us doing. Yeah. Uh, oxymoron. That's Newspeak. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Remember Jack Wells in 1984? Have you what? I did. I did. Did you read the book, 1984? Oh, yeah. Well, well, I didn't finish it, but I, I did start reading it. Yeah, that's that's where Newspeak comes from. Yeah. What, what's that? Catch me Newspeak. up. Huh? Legal East. Legal East. Hey, it's war, like is, the... war is peace. Slavery is freedom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 
Is that a type of a logical fallacy? I suppose is that What was your question? Is is news speak a type of a logical fallacy, like war equals love, or love equals war, or war yeah. equals peace? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. It was a fiction book written by George Orwell in 1948 about the year 1984, and um, it's kind of how. The world is today where Big Brother is is so big and uh yeah there's, sign, there's signs everything. everywhere Big Brother is watching and yeah a lot of it didn't they, come about in 1984 although a lot more of it than we know about we're only finding out now and, but the and point, what's funny is they got a, what's funny is they got us viewing like the surveillance as our Big Brother. Like as a friendly... That's that's exactly it. That's the point. Yeah, everybody had a TV. You had... It was always on. You had to watch it. And they watched you back through it. Okay? And like in the morning, there's like uh, however much time, you know, everybody does exercises. And so he tested them, you know, like he, he didn't do it. And sure enough, they called him right over the TV, you know get to it, and he thought he had, a like, a corner in his house where he could, they couldn't see him. Yeah, it's been a long time since I read it, and I don't remember all the details, but George Orwell went through World War One, So a lot of his... And World War One, they almost... There was, like, a workers' revolt, and, and the uh, soldiers were, you know, they were tired of it. You know that that this nationalism and fight for the flag and all that crap. You know they were starting to to uh, what the fuck are we doing this for? And so they had to the French executed guys. Um, there, there one Christmas, uh, some English and some German got together and had a soccer match. You know, and they went back to their lines and went back to shooting each other the next day. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's. You know, it's all crap. It's all crap. What's the point? What's the point of getting shipped across the ocean and shooting at people you don't even know? What's the point of that? The point is to be make profit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower put his finger on it for for the military industrial complex. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. He got shot over it. Yeah, and the Bush family. The Bush family financed Hitler. Yep. Yep. It just keeps on going. Just keeps on going. There's a good one for you guys to read. Yeah. Thomas Paine, who is a pamphlet writer uh, during the American Revolution, and uh, 
the fighting had already started, and he wrote uh, this book called Common Sense. It was, it's a short book. There's a pamphlet. They, they call it a pamphlet. Anyway, that's check out that sometime in your spare reading. Because he goes into all the, uh, um, you know, he talks about why should should we, speaking of people on on this continent, identify with England. <laughs> you know, the ones of us that are English left England, and all these other people from all these other European countries. You know why? Why? And then he goes into, and the King of England. Uh, is descendant from guys that came from France. You know, why should even English listen to him? If that's the case, why don't they listen to the French king? You know, it just, some of the same insanities that are going on now, you know, were going on then. Yeah. Yeah. I I just try to I try to think of the system as like like perfect, you know. Perfect. Like, like that. Yeah, not so much perfect, but I like to say perfecting. Perfecting, you know. Perfecting uh, what? That's that's the question. What is it perfecting? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I'm making a blanket statement, but I mean, I'm sure you guys can elaborate out from that blanket statement, but I mean, if you want me to... I I would have no problem with the system. Any system. If it was applied equally to everybody. It kind of is, though, through the common law. That's the point. Which it's is not good. What we have it is if we do it and we learn. Man put the system in place, and if we really had a problem with the system, we have the complete power and authority to do something about it. So if there's nothing being done about it, we can only blame ourselves. Yeah, see, that's the thing. They, you know, it is common law. It is all working. It's working perfectly fine, perfectly how it's supposed to. But what they're doing is... You know they they use they they you know they're taking a I think it's a body politic you know a group of people and because cause they're not really they're not really expressing their will through their paperwork because they're not educated in it but through their actions or inactions the political peoples are are deciding to make that decision on their behalf. And so, therefore, it becomes a type of common law, you know, the common law of the, the group, the, the people, society. And then, you know, how's that not perfect? Like, how, like how's that not good? Like, that's, that's, total, that's total crap. Be, and this is why. The, the system you're talking about, the people don't wake up and well, it's, it's a sleep system. I mean, obviously, those people are asleep because... Through their no, inactions, those, their inactions those, have been manifested. Those That's people their will. are asleep because, will. because they have been put to sleep by the deception and the deceptive system 
and the deceptive education and the deceptive advertising and the deceptive propaganda and the lies, how, you, how are people going to take care of themselves when they have nothing but false information? That's why it's not perfect. So do we remove the monetary system then? Because, I mean, that's the huge slave, like, we're all chasing the money. Well, the monetary system is about to remove itself. (laughs) Well, good point. Through the will of the people. Because they're waking up and we're learning about common law. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, why, why, why do you think you need money? I don't, well... Well, first, define money. Well, why do you... Cash, banknotes, bank accounts, uh, Federal Reserve notes. Why do you think you need any of that? Because those are the options that have been presented before us, and we do what the people around us are doing, and we just follow suit. Exactly. Exactly. You You need food, clothing, and shelter, and you want entertainment. And you've been convinced that the only way you get any of those things is to first go slave away to get money and then take money to go get those things you need. Good point. You know? Last I checked, last I checked, children love to be entertained, don't they? They love, you know, stories. We all love to be entertained. Hey, I yeah, love yeah, I mean, I also love cookie dough. What's that? I just went and saw a little river band yesterday, and I was entertained, and I had a great time. Okay, okay. I had a stupid thought. thought. I wouldn't <laughs> I watch the Suicide thought. Squad. <laughs> oh, is that out? Is that is that out now? When? Yeah, it looks pretty good. When? What is it? The Suicide Squad. One of those DC comic movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Was it any good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't exactly what I expected, but uh, it was it was pretty good, though. Oh, you yeah. you know they they amended that contract, day. They, they um I saw a write up. They decided to remake um Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was uh, what time? I, I was a big Marvel comic fan, and. I, I'm always a little disappointed when the uh, the movies don't stick to the comic book version. But yeah, uh, you're one of those people. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm absolutely <laughs> one of those people. But uh, it's Stanley's baby, and if he wants to sell out, uh, that's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. And gets a, you'll see him if you uh, if you know what he looks like. You will. He generally in a lot of the movies he'll have one. I think some, every episode. I mean, yeah, every, episode, every movie. Yep, yep. Hey, who who else is on the you call? Mean, I noticed this. Uh, quiet people that I wish would speak up or comment or something, but. Those are those FBI guys you're talking about, that CIA guys. <laughs> always. They're always around. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's that's Big Brother. Big Brother is watching you. Well, and you know what's funny? Yeah. 
It's not funny, but as soon as like, as soon as you open up a like a like a talk show, like it could be like three o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning, you open one up and like almost straight away, like someone signs in, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, are they like a moderator or agent or what? It's like they already know, like they already prepared to. Well, this is a new call, and I don't know, like, if you go to live now or you go through all the categories and all that, um, you know, a lot of these calls, if if we didn't know the host and the number, we you know, they're not going to show up. So I'm sure there's a master board, and if you're a CIA guy, you're, you're that's the one you're looking at. So, yeah. Yeah, and and they they would probably like have a keyword search for mostly like legal and law law topics. Like, I I don't think they'd be very concerned with like uh, the the cooking show or something. I mean, maybe they would be. I don't know. Maybe they want to learn to make a cake or something. I don't know. Well, I, I listen in on. I'm trying to think of the name of the show, but I listen in on on a guy. And uh, there weren't a lot of people on, but he was he was warning his listeners about the, the very stuff we talk about. See, mine just cut out. It started talking about CIA, and now it's a service. Uh, I've, I've had that heat. One, once in a while, I lose it. Um, anyway, he was saying, he said a couple, he, he was steering his people away from uh, common law and learning and all this stuff. And he's like, just comply, go along. And a couple of his own things where, you know, he just told the cops, you know, yeah, I don't have a license or whatever. And, you know, they said, well, we appreciate your honesty. And they gave him a warning, you know. But they're they're not going to keep doing that, you know, if he gets stopped in a, you know, some days later and he hadn't done anything about it. But anyway, one thing he did say that I thought was really good, he said, uh, you know, people will die for a principle and stuff. Well, what about living for it instead? Oh, and my. I, I thought that was a great way to uh, to put it. It blew my mind. Yep. Totally blew so, my mind. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I don't I wouldn't mind any of it. Like you know, if the cop went to jail for 30 days, but that ne- like almost never happens. You know, doesn't matter if they kill somebody, killed an killed an unarmed guy, you know, none of that matters. You know, but it, it that's why I say, if it was all good or all bad, if it was applied equally to everybody, that'd be fine with me. But it's not, and that's the problem. Or a problem. Has Ashley gone asleep again? <laughs> I had to mute out the baby's mad with me. We like we like your we like your hello hello 
Is that he or she that baby? What's that? She doesn't like talk to you. She's ready. She's she's ready for talk to you. What is she? I know. Yeah, the only reason I suggested this was just for Ashley Ashley's doing well and she just carry on like you're doing. Don't get sucked in by the code yeah. the, the return to Babylon crowd. Yeah, um, it's it's quite it's quite amazing because I think I was listening back last night, um, Idiotin, and you said about you're something like like Babylon Babylon being like a very like um like pleasing to the senses place. So it's very easy to get and it, and it's amazing because like when you listen to these guys like, like they're rambling off all this like legally stuff just to explain one simple little concept and they have to use all these fancy words to do it. It's like, wow, it makes them sound so intelligent and amazing and we should all worship them, you know? And this right. is what the system is based on. And it's, it's deception, destruction, and corruption, you know, through the intellect. And it's like... You know, and that's not to say, you know, do not be intellectual, because we can be. But it's, yeah, like, I, I think this whole legalese, you know, commercial thing is a trap. And if they got you eating out of their hands, then they could just quickly take it away from you. If you're seeking remedy from their rip, then they can soon as well rescind that, you know, take that away. So, yeah, it is, uh, like, I like what you said, Iyoti, about the Babylon being very pleasing to the senses. And, you know, sometimes, yes, you listen to these lawyers and stuff that are talking about the code and all that. It is very, like, it kind of can fool you into a place of thinking, man, they really have something. You know, I I should really start listening to them and, and learning what they know, you know. Yeah, that could be a very that could be a trap, I think. Oh, it's absolutely a trap. And the biggest the biggest one line question in that trap is do you understand? Yep, that's the game. Because we have and... been bred through our public fool system, you know, oh I don't wanna I don't wanna look stupid. Of course I understand. Yeah, I understand. You know, and you'll you will say that, you know, people that haven't been on these calls and things, they will say that even when they don't have a clue because they, they don't want anybody else to think they're stupid. So well, how does that line go? Um, but something about, something about um, you know, being silent and appearing stupid and then opening your mouth and removing all doubt. 
Wait, so being silent. Are you talking about the proverb? Something, yeah. Do you know that one? It's something about, you know, if you're quiet, you might people might think you're stupid, but if you speak up, then you'll prove uh, where you are. Yeah, so it's, you I think it's in Proverbs. Also, also, think about that going, just remaining silent um, can witness, uh, I mean, you already said that, said it witnesses you as dumb, you know, you know like unable to, to communicate, but it also, um, uh, what was it? It also, um, uh, what was it? Come in. Oh, I don't know. It's just gone. It's just gone. Well, you, you can go totally silent. Well, you know, oh, they... I, I, I got a bet. I got a bet. And going silent is also a type of dishonor because, like, you know, it's isn't it rude to, like, walk up to someone, start talking to them, and you kind of ignore them? You don't, you know, you just don't talk to them? Like, that's dishonorable. Like, you've got to... I don't, gotta, I don't agree. I don't okay. agree. The, 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 well, dishonor, the dishonor came before that. The dishonor is trying to get you... You don't to, like this whole honor content, hey, idiot. <laughs> the dishonor is trying to force you to speak or coerce you to speak or to uh you know whatever word you want to use now i do not I do not agree that it's dishonorable to to respond with silence you know you didn't you didn't initiate anything, yeah, I mean. Yeah, depending on what circumstance. I guess. Like, you know that, if you already know, if you already know that person has ill will towards you, ill intention, well then, yeah, sure, ignore them. You know, but if you know, they're just trying to find something out, I don't know. Maybe I'm taking it too loosely. You know the story of Brer Rabbit and the Tar Baby. Do you know that story? No. I don't know, but Roots was a good series. That's Uncle Remus. Rare Rabbit. Rare Rabbit, uh... He made, made this, uh... The, was it the fox and the bear? But there, were, there were two guys that were always after him. And, uh... So he made this, uh, tar baby... And he put, you know, clothes on it and all that. And they came walking up and, you know, good morning and all this and that. And the tar baby wouldn't respond, obviously, because he was a tar baby. And anyway, they got they got all angry that he wouldn't respond. And ended up with tar all over himself. You have to go back and yeah. see Uncle, Uncle Remus. Yeah, I read somewhere that like abandonment, abandoning a child is um, one of the worst things you could ever do to a child. Because um, children, um, <laughs> babies and children are naturally um, egocentric, and, well, of course. and and they naturally have to like kind of like they have to learn like how to like they have to learn from the root around them and if they're just abandoned all the time 
they can go out and have issues and they don't speak because they never were spoken to. And it's well, sad. sure. But yeah, back to that whole proving, um, what was it, proving, oh, you know, I'm not an idiot, I, I don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I actually had that thing together tonight where I I experienced that very thing. Um, she said something on the chat, I'm not going to say it, but she said something and I, I had to prove it. And it was almost like I had to... I had to prove that I was smart, but at the same time, that can be a weakness, you know. Like, and especially when these police, they they interrogate you, you know. A lot of guys get convicted because they want to prove that they were smart, you know. And then right. they run their mouth, boom. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, a lot of times it is good to just shut up and not say a thing and just, yeah, act like an idiot. Like, a, like, I like to say, like, <clears throat> I like to say a smart idiot. Like, obviously, you don't want to come across as, like, you know, I'm mentally challenged, I guess, but you want to come across well, wise, smart, not, but That's not, not a bad thing either. You know, they can't, well, they can do anything they want. So every time they say they can't, anybody says they can't do this or they have to do that. They they do whatever the fuck they want. They they yeah. don't follow their own laws or anything. So it do, it doesn't matter. But I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's bad to come across as stupid or mentally challenged because you know there's a good chance that. You know they won't ever assume jurisdiction over you, and you know unless they're, you know if you're truly, if they truly think that, and they can't jail you for that, they're going to have to send you to the nut house, which is way better than jail. You know, so yeah, least, you know you got that going. Um, yeah, and we'll you probably won't even have to go there. <laughs> uh, that judge told Bob to get a mental evaluation on his dime. And I can't remember if that was the last time or the time before, because if it was the time before, she didn't bring it up again. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. His court's coming up uh, probably next week. So we'll see what happens next. Everybody's making. He hasn't been on the chat in so long. I mean, people are making comments. Bill Roddy just said something tonight. Uh, Colorado, uh, Bob being in prison and all this crap. Yeah, you know? I I will I will say like even though even though I I respect Roddy's position on um where he he, he he's trying to say like to other people like remain in honor and and peace and your contracts and what. I believe in those. I do believe in that. But, yeah, I don't think, um, you know, trying to start shit and throw people's names out there is very... I mean, I know I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm guilty of it myself. I'm sure we all are. Um, but, yeah, I don't think that's a very good aspect of Roddy Case. 
I will say that. And I know, I know I'm doing what he's doing by pointing out what he's doing. So it's kind of like, you know, see no evil, do no evil, think no evil. Right, right. Well, how how is what he's doing on all this honor crap? How is what he's doing honorable? Yeah, he needs to go to see that. Yeah, but anyway, that's enough. I don't, I don't. That came up last night, and it's like I don't want to. I don't want to talk long about anybody who's not there. I'll be happy to talk about him when. I won't talk with Roddy or Mike over the phone. I'll talk to them on chat. You know, I, I, they set I mean, me up I, I, and attack me, and it's like, fuck that. I don't need that shit. Yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, I like Roddy. I, I, I like Roddy K. All right. I think he's a good guy. Who? Right. No. Roddy K, I think he's a good guy. And face one. He might be. He might be young. And not had any problems or seen uh, injustice and, or any of that crap up close. Or he might be CIA. Uh, I don't know. When I start going down, down, down that road, I get, I get real paranoid. Okay, we got some feedback. I'm going to mute out. If even fools are thought wise when they keep silent, with their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. That's what you were thinking of? It's the same same idea. It's a similar idea. I, I, I missed that. Can you repeat that, please, Ashley? Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Man, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this call. It's some really good stuff. And that other one that I was looking, the one I was looking for earlier in Deuteronomy is Deuteronomy 18.10. And it says, uh, Chris, it says, Um. Hey, what what Bible what uh Bible you use? Well, I like using the New Living Translation. Ah, uh, yeah, I used to have one of those. I'm not sure have... which translation it was that that said the the horoscope, but this is the one though. It says uh. Um, when you enter the land of the Lord your God, the Lord your God is giving you be very careful not to not to imitate the detestable customs of the nations living there. For example, never sacrifice your son or daughter as a burnt offering. Do not, do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums or psychics or call forth spirits of the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. It is because the other nations have done these detestable things that the Lord your God will drive them out ahead of you. But you must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you are about to displace 
consult sorcerers and fortune tellers, but the Lord your God forbid you to do such things. Can 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 I point out some really key key things in that whole thing? Sure. Um Okay. One for one horoscopes weren't mentioned in there. That's one point. Yeah. I'm trying to find the translation. Yeah, I mean I need to look up like you know, the the what what say for, what was it, fortune telling what what they actually equate to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to look those yeah. up. But yeah. Um anyway, um it's interesting to look at the words Lord your God. Now yeah. if there if that there's Lord your God. If those three words are talking about the God, the the, the most high, then why why is there even a need to put Lord? That's kind of I a think, bit of a... Well, I've seen studies so, where Baal was actually referred to as Lord. So well, more of... Go ahead. Baal, the, you know, the God that was worshipped. Um, I remember how it was spelled. Uh, well, um, the... The point I'm making is, to me, when it's talking about the Lord, your God says all those things prior are bad, that is some sect group of individuals, quote, the Lords or Lord, um, and they position themselves as a God to rule over whoever would buy into that crap that all those stuff prior to that would be considered a sin. And they've used the word God into it, is what I believe. Because they're not, it's not, to me it's not referencing the Almighty, like the, the Most High God. It's not referencing the Almighty God, it's referencing a different God, and it's a man-made God. That's my well, I can read it from the scriptures, Translation, the translation of the scriptures, they uh, well, try and keep through to more of the Hebrew or the original language. From okay, that's a, good, from. that's a good point. That's a good point. You do that, but I'll just make one quick more point. Um, so I'm not saying that's what it's meaning and that's what it is, like Lord your God. That's just my opinion. But right. um, if I am correct, and that is true that Lord your God is referencing an earthly man-made God, then why the, you know, why the F would I even want to listen to that because that's man-made law. And I, I answer to the Most High. I listen to the Most High. I listen to the Most High God, the creator of all things, not mm-hmm. some Lord your God. And the thing is, is, think about this concept. What do we have when we rent a house we have an AKA, quote, landlord, do we not? Of course we do. Mm -hmm. And landlord, the word lord is actually plural, and it can mean more than one person. So lord is not a singular god. That's my point. Anyway, go ahead, read your thing. Um, Well, I don't want to read the whole thing, but instead of saying lord your god, basically... It spells the Hebrew 
um, for God, which is not interpretable, it's yod Hey vav Hey, and it says your Elohim. And Elohim is a plural word that refers to the Trinity. Okay. So an example would be verse 9. It says, when you come into the land, which, and then it spells yod Hey vav Hey, your Elohim is giving you, do not learn to do according to the abominations of those Gentiles. So, so let's 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 try and get a picture here. So this Elohim is the Trinity, right? Right. The the Trinity forms a pyramid, right? Um. Oh, not necessarily. So, okay, a triangle. It forms a triangle, which you know, basically, to me, in my mind, what that's saying is that Elohim is a trust. This world is built on trust. We know that. In God we trust. Trust is a contract. All things are contract. My well, cup on the dollar, is, not... is a contract. Yeah. It's a material contract. That's what it is. It's the word of God. It's the matrix. Whatever. So the Elohim, to me, is a trinity trust. And all things are built on trust. So yeah. That's all I have to say there. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to sound arrogant or whatever. I just get carried away. No, it's all right. I'm just trying to to see how to apply what you just said. Hey, Lord, yeah. Are you near your Are you near your born county? <laughs> whatever you have down there. Um. I am somewhere. <laughs> well, the, what I was getting at, getting to, I don't know if you've been listening. Have you been on any of your Kurtz calls lately? No, because it seems to be whenever I log in, he's talking about the placenta, and it gets real boring. Well, you need to, he only does that for an hour or so, and then he leaves. <laughs> okay, and then, well, then the call gets good. And this guy from, he's <laughs> staying down on Chile now, South America. Oh, that's he's, Chile. he's been giving out some really good information. I, anyway, there's I, a couple of people that are, and I don't know if you care about the birth certificate or any of that. And there was one guy, now I missed uh, last night's um, Divine Mind. I came in for because it was already going when I got back from the show, and the people I was I was with were still here, and I just got logged in and was still visiting with them, so I didn't. Uh, by the time I got back to it, it was already gone. But the week before, there was a, there was somebody as guest communicating with Patchouli, and you, uh, I like to. In fact, I'm trying to put more and more stuff into the chats because it's real easy to go back and read the chat. And yeah. to, me, to me, it's hard to go back and listen to it, especially if it's like a four- or five-hour call. Uh, yeah, and the thing is, is you're, you're listening back for like four or five hours just to get a couple of golden nuggets. Yeah. Right. You know, you know what I mean? And it's really annoying because you have to wait through and listen to all, all the other people's bullshit. Right. And, and to me, it's yeah. hard to 
to I'm just trying to stay current, so it's hard to even consider going back. Now, there's a couple that I know, like, the whole show is good. Like, uh, when when the property tax, when I, when I finally get around to dealing with the property tax issue, I'm going to go back and listen to uh, Orlando Steve on Angela's call, for example. Uh, and, you know, there's some that I know and remember and, you know, that would even be worth listening to the whole call. But anyway, uh, this guy, Patchouli was trying to pin him down. I'm saying him and maybe her, I don't know. But uh, uh, and more than one source now, it's been coming. You need to take your birth certificate to the county where you first drew, drew breath and go to the clerk and go to the judge and show them the birth certificate and say, I am here. So Patchouli says, well, what happens then? And <laughs> the guy, he wouldn't respond. He said, you know, you just oh. have to. So it would become a faith thing that you would have to. I, w- I would, uh, I- I'm planning on doing it. Uh, it's a logistic thing for me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take off tomorrow and head in that direction or anything. But somewhere along the line, I plan to do it just to see, just to find out. Maybe it's nothing. You know, in fact, he even spoke about make a pilgrimage. Is, is so, it kind of like? The only reason I was asking you if you if you are near where that event occurred for for you um, you know, like there, there's somebody I talked to in Denver and her daughters were born there and she's trying to get them to do it. But she says they have no interest in any of this stuff. And her situation is similar to mine for her to do it would be a trip. And well, go ahead. Well, I, I'd actually, um, I just started, um, communicating with, um, Patrolli, uh, um, that that person um, added me on on Skype, and um, I believe they they're giving like that person. Why well, you know, I don't like to say person. I I think Patrolli's a woman. I'm not sure. I, I don't. <clears throat> I I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah, and she, and she's she's actually given me. Well, I shouldn't really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, she's given me some stuff, that, some documents that, to look at, and I think they're really good. <clears throat> yeah, well, she's she's not. At least from the chat, while she was chatting, she's not going to do it on somebody else's word. Without knowing what to expect, but yeah, but but uh, that's like that's not the only place I've heard that. So okay, so and what I was the am of taking it to the where you say you, the county. You go to the county that you were born first. Uh, well, I guess the birth certificate has to do with the birth, not the born. But anyway. You go to that county and you go to the clerk of that county 
and you go to, and I believe you want like a probate court judge. You go to the county and you say, you hold that thing up and you say, I am here. And then you make an appointment or whatever, get yourself on the docket and go to the, or maybe not, maybe just go, maybe you don't even have to go in open court, but go to the probate judge and do the same thing. I am here. Basically, if you buy into any of that, that's where the straw man was created, blah, 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 all that crap. Um, if it, if what they're saying is so that a trust was created at that time, that's the paper man because the court can't see a real man, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the whole, that whole spiel that, okay, so, you know, well, I guess I've been presumed lost at sea and you guys have been administering my estate for all these years, well, here, look, Robinson Crusoe, I am I live, I'm here. Thanks for taking care of everything for me. I'll take over now. Just, yeah, give, me, well, just give me what I got coming to me. That's all I, that's all I want. Well, a lot of the, like I was talking to, to her and a lot of the documents she's given me, she's, Basically, um, basically saying a lot of it is what, um, like, Carl Lentz is one side of it, and what she's given me is, like, the other side of it. And you join the two together, and it, you, then you can kind of get where Carl Lentz is coming from. Um, and I kind of always did anyway, no matter what the naysayers said about Carl Lentz. I could... I, I could sense his intentions were true. And, um, yeah, it's, I can see it's going to come to fruition. It, yeah, it's just a whole, it's a whole unlearning, unlearning the layers of the training from birth, you know, the brainwashing. Right. It's gonna Back. Yeah, that's the biggest, that's the biggest element for, uh, like I said earlier, you know, if if you lay it out for people, you know, so that, and, oh, I, I hear what you're saying, I believe you, uh, and let them make the choice, yeah, uh, lots of them are going to say, oh, yeah, okay, it's slavery, yeah, well, I like it, I'm doing pretty well under slavery, you know, look at Moses. He did pretty well as a slave. Wasn't he wasn't he like number two behind Pharaoh? But he was a slave. So yeah, a lot um, of people like a lot of people like their slavery. Well, isn't it interesting how you know, they say to you know, they say Babylon is the whore and and to come out of her and and as in Babylon, the the commercial world, you know, of you know legal, of the legally stuff, and and commercial uh, capitalism. So it's like, okay, um, well, if Babylon's the whore, you know, then what is it? You know, what is a whore? Like a whore is a very seductive, 
individual, you know, and it's very easy to fall into capitalism and, and you know, joining the rat race, you know, to run around the wheel, round and round and round in circles, and like Einstein said, what you know, the definition of doing the same thing every day, i.e. going to work, is the definition of a crazy person. So why would we do that? Why would we entertain the whore? And the thing is, is like, you know, it's very, like, take from a Christian point, it's very ungodly too, and God honors his children. And the thing is, is also, what is, who is the woman that rides, what is it, rides the beast or something? Um, yeah. She's a whore as well. She's the queen whore. But she's also, I've read somewhere else that she's also the queen. She's, like, I've heard lots of people's opinions. Like, some will say that woman is Lilith. And some will say Lilith is queen of the vampires. Well, think about it. What is the current corporate capitalist human race system? It's a freaking vampire. It's sucking us dry. Yeah. Yeah. It's sucking our pockets. It's sucking our life energy. It's sucking our time just to go work a fucking job for minimum wage. And we can't even spend time with our kids. Or we can't even spend time with our family. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not all bad, and it's not to me. It's not bad. I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm going by my own experience, and my experience. I entered the working life existence right about the time, just before the time wages flattened out. So I still, I was on the tail end of the American dream, the actual, yeah, you go to work, you work hard, you earn money, you know, you be smart about what you buy with your money and you can make it. And there's, and there's still people making it, but there's a, there's more and more people that are just barely hanging on. Well, you know, you don't, it's not like work hard and get ahead works anymore. You can work no. hard to stay in the same place nowadays. Think about think about the other thing that happened when I was young. That's when women's lib came in. Okay. Well, <laughs> women lived themselves right into a job. It was like, yeah, the idea that they can work, you know, if they want to, that's great. That's wonderful. I had no problem with that. You know, but now the, they managed to pervert, once again, pervert a good idea where your average couple nowadays, they both have to work just to stay even. It's like, what kind of shit is that? You know, it used to be the guy could go to work, mom could stay home and raise the kids and educate them, you know, so they wouldn't be um, lied to, you know, or at least they'd be mom's lies. And not the the systems wise, yeah. But how many how many young couples you know where just one of them works? Not too many, right? Not a whole lot. Yep. You see, I worked one year out of high school. I bought a car, two motorcycles, and a year's college. 
from work in one year. Now, tell me anybody could do that nowadays. Well, that, that's the thing, right? Why can't we have, like, like a utopian society built on love and not all this robotic crap? Oh, you know, nice. robots take over, and like we have a utopian society where it's equally set up, equal and fair, and and if everyone like everyone has to work a designated six months of the year, and then the 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 next six months of the year they get to have off and not have to work, and then they go to a different part of the society where they go and get to basically live life, like, like have fun and spend time with friends and family, like, every day. And then, like, everyone still has a duty. They still have to work to, to produce. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, we could do it where the robotics, the robots, you know, the machines, they do all the work and we just sit around and do nothing. But I, I still believe that, you know, good work is good for the soul. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I have no problem with work and working and all that, but you know, it, the reason we can't have what you just talked about is what you talked about earlier. Oh, you can't let people do anything like that. They have to be controlled. There's a lot of crazy people out there, so we got to control everybody to make sure the crazy people don't cause trouble. Well, well, build a wall. I mean, yeah, like not a wall, but like. You know, I I think I think there's a bit of a, a hidden message in, in Donald Trump saying "build a wall." Like, you know, to me that's a coded message. In other words, build the will. You know, the wall, the will, the wall. Build the will of the people. But you know, I I don't know. know. If, I don't know if Donald Trump is that deep but, or that subtle. Yeah, probably not. I mean, but then. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's in there here. Yeah. I mean, he, I, Donald Donald Trump is a goof, but <laughs> got, but Hillary is a, Hillary's a, a war criminal and a murderer. So I'd rather have a goof. Yeah, Hillary is a freaky. I don't know. She's a freaky looking individual. Yep. I don't know what she is now. She's either a cl- clone, a machine robot, cyborg. <laughs> Or she's some sort of alien. I don't know. She's really freaking out. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. you know, it, it's really kind of interesting, the whole, you know, the elections are all just a fucking giant game anyway, but I thought it was kind of interesting that all those moderate Republicans could, according to the polling at the time, any one of them could have easily beaten Hillary. So the reason Donald Trump made it is because he's so crazy that the people have a reaction and go to Hillary. Because I believe it's already been decided, but we'll we'll see how it plays out. But, but I don't really care. I withdrew myself from that. You know, I think that's on the uh, voter registration, right? It's like the first thing they ask, are you a U.S. citizen? And it's like when I decided I wasn't a U.S. citizen, I figured I'd better go withdraw my uh, voter registration. 
So I'm not in that game. But you can't you can't get away from from it. You know, if you watch any kind of TV at all or any of that, or read any papers or anything, I mean, all that shit has been going on. Canada did theirs in six weeks or something like that. Total campaign election overdone. The guy's in. Unfortunately, they put another Trudeau in, but at least they didn't put up with two years of campaigning or actually more like four years. I I like that. Um, sorry, I just came back in because my phone cut out. I missed all that idioty. Um, you didn't miss yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, with him. Um, I like what you said, and I like um, um, thank you for putting it in the chat, so I don't have to go. Actually, I probably will go back and listen. Uh, yeah, I probably will, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, um, because <laughs> yeah, Idioti said some good stuff, too. But, yeah, I like the thing you put in the chat. Thank you. Yeah, I've gotten away from the chat. I've moved over to a softer chair, so I, I'll have to go back and look at the chat here. <laughs> uh... Yeah, usually I bring the computer with me, but off the chair sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, last night I did more sleeping than listening. But I'd had a long day. Yeah, I didn't figure I'd be I didn't figure I'd be on any talk to you at all this summer, but You gonna go and get um. You gonna go do some work here? You to get the uh, mill. I heard you say. Gonna go and, uh... Oh yeah, I try and. I've got a lot of shit I need to. Uh, well, I should say I want to do. I got some old business to take care of, and a lot of bunch of building to do, and and it's already mid-August. So yeah, I'm I'm about two and a half months behind where I wanted to be this year, but it's all right. It's it's really hard to go back and change the past. And would you say change yeah. the past? Pardon? You said it's hard to to do what? Change the past. Oh, change the past. Yeah, that's a little difficult. So, wait. So, did did you go back and listen to Divine Mind Group's calls, latest call, idiotic? Because, um, what Wolf he was actually talking about time he was talking about. Um, I didn't quite get the concept he was putting out, or not at least consciously, maybe unconsciously. I did, but. Yeah, um, it was something about time, like now, past, and present. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, I don't know. It's really complicated, but it's, I'm going to go back and listen because uh, it's really neat to be. I'm in the fourth dimension. Oh, yeah, good point. 
What's that? It's relevant time. It's not. Uh, the best, the best one I heard on time was a uh, uh, Alaskan fisherman down in the Caribbean. He said, uh, he said, time is meaningless. Timing is everything. Yeah, that's how these corporations uh, make a lot of money. Even Donald Trump, if you read Donald Trump's books, he talks about uh, just time, you know, time in the market. Um, what is it? Trend, trend propagating, cost, you know, cost benefit analysis, all that crap. Time is not absolute. If you think about it, you know, like whenever you're having fun or whenever you're bored, time can slow down or speed up. And you yeah. can think about biblical references where it talks about time, like uh, like God being able to see the time from the beginning to the end. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. They just really, you guys are really. See, I, I feel like I feel like tonight time time is slowing down for me. Like talking to you two. <laughs> is that me it's boring? <laughs> no, 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 I think it's a good thing because Yeah, I mean I I mean to be honest I'd prefer time slow down than speed up. Yeah. I, I heard a, I heard a good version of that. It's like somebody said, think of it like a parade. And you're standing on the street, and time is the parade. The parade's going by, and you only see this little bit of it right here, okay, as it goes by. And it keeps changing, and it keeps moving. But say you were on top of the building. And you could see the whole parade, the beginning of the end and the end. You know, it's the same time, but now you're seeing like the past and the future. Wow. You guys are blowing my mind. Maybe we apply the concept of flat earth. <laughs> yep, yep. Nah, I've got nothing. No, no, you have because you have everything. Because when I when I think of flat Earth, I think of like it goes on forever. Like because think about it, we live on a planet. You know, plane. A plane is what's flat. So like, and and flat plane is like like you know, ET, like extraterrestrial. It's like. Well, you know, terrestrial just goes into terra firma, which is Earth, and extra is, I don't know. It's out of this Earth. Go back. Go back and and research how they explain the movement of the stars and the planets back, like, in the Middle Ages. 
and and it was like, you know, you got the firmament above kind of thing. Well, then there were all these spheres above the earth that moved, and they had to have all different ones inside each other because the planets moved different than the stars and et cetera, et cetera. And it was like incredibly complicated method to explain the movements of the heavens over a flat earth. Whereas, go ahead. Well, you can finish. I don't hear it. Well, that that was pretty much it. Whereas the explanation that most of us grew up with of the round earth going around the sun, et cetera, et cetera, it's actually a lot simpler concept to put your mind around than this incredibly multiple moving spheres above a flat stationary earth. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure in Genesis it talks about the stars, but it says that they're placed in the firmament. And I agree with the, well, I don't know about spheres, above spheres, and I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I do know that it is referenced in the Bible that there are different levels of heaven, so to speak, the first, second, third heaven. Right. I'm not sure what order. Go ahead. You need all those different levels because, okay, you've got the stars in the firmament, and they stay the same relative to each other, but the whole works moves, right? You know, you get up, you you watch, and they move in a circle because the North Pole doesn't, the North Star does not move, and all the rest move in a circle around it. Okay, so now, if there's a firmament, either the stars are moving or the whole firmament is moving because they stay the same relative to each other. They just all move together. So that would explain them in a firmament, but the firmament would be moving. But then you have to have different firmaments, and maybe that's the levels of heaven you're talking about, because the planets, wow. <laughs> the planets do move relative to the stars. So either yeah. they're moving or they're in a different level of firmament. And it's yeah. just like I say, it's just an, you can conceive of that, but it's incredibly complicated. Whereas, yeah. whereas the explanation that we've been given since is simpler, and to me simpler is better. So whether one... Well, other, I'm going to go with simple because I'm simple. But then you have to consider, like in Genesis, when it talks about the flood, it said that, that it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. It said that their waters came up from the deep. And then it also said the windows of heaven opened, which could be interpreted as the windows of heaven on the firmament, the firmament opening up. If you look at like ancient uh, legends and stories, they talk about the great rift that we see is actually where there was a tear before in the firmament. So it's possible that that could be 
what happened with the flood. Um, so the firmament, there was a layer of water above that the firmament was holding up there. So right. The water- that, would, that, would, that would make sense if you think about it because before the flood, the atmosphere was completely different. The pressure was different, which would have promoted, which would have made it, you know, it was logical for the dinosaurs to be, for people to live uh, as long as they did, you know, hundreds of years. And then there have been artifacts that are found um, that are like pre-flood artifacts where they were able to combine elements that we we can't even, we can't combine them, These you know, today. We don't have the technology to combine these elements. Like we would think it'd be impossible, yet we find these tools and different items that are these different compounds that shouldn't be able to, to bind. I you mean, know, one of the... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Finish up. Oh, no, I was just going to say, oh, the one of the the artifacts I was talking about is a, it's a specific, like a little hammer that they were able to combine some kind of chloride. I think it was chloride with different metals. But it was just a combination of elements that we, today, we can't combine. It, it, if there were more pressure in our atmosphere, that it would be more more likely that that, for that to be possible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, one of my favorites is down there in Texas somewhere. Uh, the, the fossil of uh, dinosaur footprints and man footprints in the same mud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's there, that's that's about so, an hour away from me. There's so much they've hidden from us. There's so many discoveries that were made when the Europeans started moving across this land that it's almost like that. Uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. They didn't. These things conflicted with the biblical version they were putting out, or whatever their reason reasons were. But they've destroyed and hidden. Uh, all evidences of of the people that were already living here and uh, all kinds of stuff that they they just, they they hid it, they bulldoze it, they deny it. You know, there was, there was, even when the Europeans were showing up, there was still lots of people on this land and more of them died from the diseases that the Europeans brought in than even all the ones they killed. Mm-hmm. And that spread that spread faster than the people spread. And so those people were already dead and gone before they even got to the lands they used to be on. And then they covered up evidence of them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, like when of, they used to find, or what? Used to find what? They, when they used to find the skeletons of giants and stuff, and then the Smithsonian would pop up and and collect these artifacts, and then all of a sudden, oh, well, they're gone. Right, right. 
I've known guys because I do construction and construction guys. They'll run across fossils or uh, grave sites or things like that. They'll take the stuff home and they won't tell anybody because that'll shut down the whole job. You know, so there's a lot of stuff in private collections. Interesting. Which is good and bad. I mean, I think this stuff. That should all be in museums for everybody, but yeah. But if certain stuff they're not going to allow in the museum. Oh yeah, uh, I uh, I was on a job on the local army base, and uh, there was a bunch of like razor clams, and uh, uh, I found this part of like some kind of segmented worm thing, you know, and I just I just brought them home. <laughs> because you know they were covering it all with gravel, and they're parking tanks on top of there now. And they weren't going to shut all that down to dig up all these good fossils and things. Yeah. So, but I know where it's at, and I know they they put a nice layer on top. So, if anything, they preserved it by doing that. Yeah. So yeah, there's so much. That's the whole thing. It's just, I mean, I have great faith in people. You could let people know everything. I mean, what what would happen? What would be the problem with any of that? Yeah, I mean, it's truth. The truth will set you free, right? Sure. Hey, hey, can I ask you guys a question? No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm joking anyway. So. Um, basically, like if you had the choice to, like, press the button and just load everything there is in the universe, or not press the button and just like learn as you go, which would you guys choose? Kind of a dumb question. Can you repeat what you said? Press the volume. Yeah, you, were real fuzzy. you were real fuzzy to me, too. I didn't get it at all. Okay. Doesn't help. I'm lying down. Okay, like... Like, if you, like, if you could press a button, right? And okay. understand everything, like, every question in the universe is just instantly answered to you. Would you press that button and learn that instantly? Or would you just... Go along with the ride and enjoy the joy of discovery, you know, and learning the secrets. Mm. Like, which would you guys choose? I think my, my, my quick offhand answer is I just as soon keep doing it the way I've been doing it. I, I wouldn't mind... I wouldn't mind a little more knowledge, but I wouldn't want to know everything all at once. Yeah, I agree with that. Because when you know, that brings a a kind of burden. You know absolutely everything? That seems like a really big burden. (laughs) That's true, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I enjoy learning, so... Yeah. I choose the latter. I do too. I'm with you guys. I, I you know, I enjoy it. I, the 
joy of learning. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I, have a, I have a desire to know more all the time, to constantly want to know more, but to just automatically be there at the end of the line, I don't know. What if you could turn it on and off? Like, what if you could, like, say, meditate or something and, like, become like that? That'd be kind of cool, I think. People that that practice and promote meditation say exactly that. That's how you do get there, is you can reach a point where you can know I don't know if you can know all there is to know, but you can know what you need to know. I don't, I don't do that myself. But I mean, the people, yeah, Buddhists and people like that, you know, they offhand they seem, they seem smarter and happier. So yeah, I think meditation's got to be a good thing. In the right context, it is. I, I agree, but I also yeah, think I it can be used for a bad, like a gateway, in a sense. Yeah, that's why, um, actually, that's why a lot of, because um, I've researched into it, I don't I don't meditate myself. Um, I've been told by a lot of people I should, but, um, yeah, like, from what More I've researched, yeah, from what I've researched anyway is they... They say, you know, you've got to kind of, like, guard your mind or something when you do it or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're supposed to meditate on the scriptures daily. So if you're meditating yeah. on the Bible, you know, that's a good thing. But some of these other things, like yoga is, like, a form of meditation, right? They have, like, chants and it can be, it can be dangerous well, well, in a spiritual to... sense. I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Don't get hung up on that. On that. Don't. You can get hung up on the Bible. Don't get hung up on what other people tell you about the Bible, though. Good point. Let the well, Bible I'm not, I'm not, speak I'm not to your heart. I'm not referring to meditating on the Bible. That's true. That does that make sense? The Bible then, on your heart. What? Okay. When you read the Bible, right, uh-huh. let the Bible um, speak to you, but, be, with, but being removed from everyone else's opinion of what the Scripture says or the Bible's trying to tell you. Because I've always found that I can open the Bible up to any page and if my intention is to, like, get something good out of it, like, like I will open up the Bible and a scripture will jump out at me that is that straight away applies to what the problem is I'm dealing with in my life. Yeah. That's, that's a different form of reading the Bible. That's a different way of doing it. Yeah. There's more than one way to read the Bible. You can sit down and learn Hebrew and Greek and really try and, you know, get what... Whoever you know wrote it, you know, as God, you know, obviously. Right. Well, you know, there's, there's there's many ways. I I don't know. I always take many ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can study the 
the literal translations of it. But ultimately, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you through the scripture. But I wasn't referring to meditating to the Bible being a bad thing. I was talking about other things that are not of the Bible, meditating on other things that can be a gateway, that can lead to negative effects. My understanding about meditation is you you try not to think about anything. You, you know, you, it's not directed. It's it's to try and reach reach the reach like a nothingness, so that uh, that will allow something to come in. And then right. idiots say, <laughs> "Yeah, but what something coming in is not what you want in." Well, how do you know? It's kind of like, actually, like, think about this. Like, think about, okay, like, if you could write a list right now or tomorrow or whenever, just write a list of all the things that you're afraid of, right? And that being one of them is being afraid of meditation because I think that... That's not um, accurate. Okay. I mean, anyway. Well, my point was, was yeah, anyway, just write your fears down and then whatever's, whatever's, whatever you're afraid of, then hand that to God and basically say, God, these are, you know, these are like fears that you can have and it's like, um, <clears throat> like because the moment you're afraid of something, and you're viewing it as something's going to attack you or afraid or whatever, you've kind of, like, lost that faith in a higher power, that being God, that higher power to protect you. You've lost, you know, you kind of lost that. Right. That you're, like, taking it on your own strength. You're like, oh, no, God's not able to protect me, and somehow this, thing is going to come at me and and I'm right. afraid of that and I have no power and of course that, you have absolute power like God looks after people well I don't you know? have a fear of meditation because we're not getting okay, a yeah. spirit of fear That's so true. I know not to be afraid but we can also make wise decisions kind of like playing with a Ouija board it's probably not the best decision right so, well, I I'm can just... agree with that because when I was like seven years old, my class at primary school, my classmates decided to do a seance and all the windows were shut in the classroom and the teachers were out at lunch and there was all these filing, like we're in the room where all the files are, all the, you mm-hmm. know, the tests marked and all that. And mm-hmm. started doing the glass on the Ouija board, and the glass moved and shook, and then all the all the paperwork in the room just blew blew around, and and there was no wind. Like the wind, the wind obviously came from the spiritual realm because there was no wind. Like mm-hmm. the, all the windows were shut, and all the kids ran out of the classroom screaming and crying, and <laughs> never done it again. So. Right. But, oh, right. In saying that, I do want to clarify. I was not participating. 
I was, because there was like probably like 20 kids. Like there was like probably like five of them doing it. And then all the rest of the kids were just standing around watching. And yeah, I was one of the ones standing around watching. I wasn't participating. But then again, I kind of was participating because I was watching. Anyway. Yeah. But so actually, another thing, like, because there's a lot of us, it's like drawing from the energy of all of us people there. Like, you know, like, there's, you know, you know I don't want to say too much. So, Ashley, do you listen to uh, Divine Mind on Sunday? I, I've only heard it once. And I didn't even get to hear the whole show. I was at work. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because he claims all kinds of, uh, I don't know what you call it, mental or spiritual, but, you know, claims to be able to heal people and, and just do all kinds of things. So, but he's also scripturally based. So, you know, I don't, you know, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't want to cut myself off from anything. I think there's... Yeah, it kind, of, it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about the TV. Like, you can cut yourself off. Be like, oh, the TV's evil. I'm never going to own one. never going to use it. never going to look at it. But how, how do you know that God isn't going to speak to you through the TV? Give you right. a divine message. Right. You know, he doesn't just speak through the Bible. He speaks through everything, all things. It's yeah. what you choose... If you choose to be good or you choose to be bad, if you choose to be bad and evil, then then you can only reap evil and bad back upon yourself and then clearly you'll destroy yourself. Yep, yep. Or God will destroy you, to say it yeah. another way. Like, I know it says don't add to or take away, but, you know, how how is it you know, Israel followed all the these prophets were like the main leaders for however long in their history and like suddenly there's no more prophets. You know. Uh you know, there's Well just, that's not true. There's there's still prophets, there's prophets today. Yeah, they call commercial uh Policemen that try to profit off us. Uh, well, you know, there are false teachers, there are false prophets, but there are real ones as well. And you you are supposed to identify them by their fruit. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 there's a friend of mine, and he claims to follow Torah, you know, which... I guess it's a good aspiration. I don't think it's possible because there's too much and some of it's conflicting. And I know he hasn't stoned any um, adulteresses and um, he's... Anyway, but... So is he the Hebrew root thing or... Is he what? Like, what is... Is he in the Hebrew root thing? Or, like, what what does he mean by follow Torah... He's what, he's what, uh, I mean, I won't, I don't try, I try not to put people in boxes, but what, what they call Messianic. Messianic Jew? Well, I don't know if he calls himself, I guess he calls himself a a Hebrew or whatever, but, but, but he's, he's into all 
prophecy stuff. And, you know, none of it, none of it ever happens. What do you and, mean? But it doesn't, the people that do that, it, you know, Y2K and 2012 and, you know, all this stuff. And, and there's, I mean, there's a million of them on uh, YouTube and there's a million church, little churches and, and there's, they're always predicting and prophesying and, you know, and this stuff doesn't happen. But it doesn't bother them a bit. They just well, go we're on. Not to- called, we're not called to set dates. So if someone's setting a date, they're doing it out of ignorance because we're not supposed to set dates. Well, I know that. I know that. I just think it's funny. Some of these can people I, are funny. Can I tell you guys what a prophet is? Uh, a prophet for God? This is what a prophet is, right? Okay. It's a young little boy, about five years old, walking down the street. And he walks past, you know, um, a homeless man just sitting there begging for coins. Okay, he gives him a coin. And he carries on walking, and then he gets distracted by his phone, or, you know, if he's one of those cool little kids that have phones. <laughs> and then he, and then he he goes to step out on the street, and the buses come and zoom again, and it's going to run him over. And the homeless guy looks, and he yells out, you know, and tells him to step back, and basically the um, kid, you know, doesn't get hit by the bus because of the the, the homeless man. Now, society is going to walk past that dirty homeless man, and they're going to, you know, uh, okay, I'm thinking generally, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's still there's a lot of caring people out there, but there's a lot of hurtful people out there, and they're going to walk past that homeless man, and they're going to straight away judge him as, you know, oh, he's dirty, he's a bomb, he doesn't, you know, he's not productive in society. Well, hell, he he just saved the kid. You know, he was very productive in society. He's just as equal as anybody with a suit on, going to your capitalism job. So the point is, is <clears throat> like, yeah, we got to be careful about, you know, the judgments we make upon our fellow um, brothers and sisters. No matter what the exterior looks like, because they could be a prophet for God. I mean, they could be Jesus himself. They could be an angel themselves. We don't, we yeah. don't know. We're judging by the way they look or smell, you know, or whatever. Entertaining angels unaware. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But, yeah, but can you see what I mean? Like, that, that to me is what a true prophet of God is because he's, you know, he's, like, I know it's a very simple explanation, but it's like that moment in time he's become God's mouthpiece. You know, God spoke through him. Sure. And professed and saved the boy. But then, yeah. yeah no. I wish I wish Southern California would speak. Are they still on? I thought they left ages ago. They're still on. Guest seven is still on.
That's okay, though. I, you know, I did that for a while. I just listened, especially on Carl calls for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, I, well, I didn't feel I had anything to contribute anyway. Yeah. But, you know, I do have experience, mostly, mostly not good experience, but, you know, that's, uh, that's when I do say things because I don't want people to go through what I went through. So, thanks, because I don't want people to go through. Is that an echo? Yeah. Huh. Was that the was that the FBI or was that the CIA? <laughs> or the Illuminati? I am gonna when I get my email going again, I am gonna join the Illuminati. Oh yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't want they don't want dues, they don't want information. They just want you know, it sounds good what the heck? You know, one thing, there's one thing that really bothers me, that all these people teaching patriot stuff and common law stuff, and there's a lot of membership things to join, and, you know, they want you to send in this information, and they got the little stars on required, and almost every one of them, they want like a mailing address with a zip code. And it's like, wait a minute, isn't the zip code, like, number one alarm? Doesn't that acknowledge federal jurisdiction? And if these people are trying, to, they're trying to teach law stuff and to get out of the system, why are they requiring a zip code? Yeah, I mean, they could be, they could be attorneys or whatever that has set it up, you know? Yeah. Well, it's one. It's it's one I mean, I think a lot of people just don't know, but there's some things that are fairly simple and have been around long enough and haven't changed. That if they don't have that little bit of information, then and they may have stuff that's worthwhile, but that that's just there's little details on some on people that bother me, and that that just happens to be one of them. Well. I I just I just simply say question everything, believe nothing. There you, you know, go. But then There you go. Yeah, because like once you take a position of a belief, then there's always gonna be that opposing belief um come and challenge your belief or challenge your position. And then if you feel like you have to go to war for a, a thought or an idea, a belief in your head then what the hell are you trying to protect? Like, it's intangible. A thought is not even, you can't even, you know what I mean? It's like, you, it's, it's, you can't see it. So why would you want to go to war over a thought or a belief? Because a belief is just a thought, just an idea. Well, that's what I told you guys earlier about, and I can't think of the name of the call, but I found it on, you know, usually I only check education, and then I started checking politics, and then I started checking um, society and culture, and I think that's why I found this guy. 
he was the guy that said, uh, you know, a principle to live for, not not a principle worth living for, not worth dying for or dying over. I thought that was just such a great line. Well, what 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 if what if truly trusting in God, in the you know the the Most High, creatable things. What if truly believing in Him, you know, to give Him a gender, obviously to say Him, but um, to make you know to to say it, you know, what if truly believing. In him is actually um, <clears throat> sorry. What if trusting in him and that he has your back is actually not believing in anything? Because like once it's like once we sort of like believed something. I mean, we're only one vantage point in the whole universe. What makes us so special to think we know it all? So then. Whenever we're trying to say something which comes from our beliefs, then it's like, well, we're taking a position. It's like, well, there's many positions in the universe, you know. So, so it's like, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like once we think we know something, it's like, well, this is what this is my experience. Once I think I've reached the ultimate way of thinking about life. God comes and proves me wrong and humbles me and shows me I really know nothing. Like, what I thought I knew and judged about life to be the truth and the facts, that's all the facts, you know, he comes and proves me like, wow, that's just not so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, yeah. Well, Charles was, Charles was uh, harassing me. Well, not harassing me, but uh, you know, he was saying something about because you just said position. You know, I have to establish my position and let them know. It's kind of the same argument I have with uh, Roddy. So I just type back in. I don't have a position. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I mean, you're being smart, man. I mean, sometimes that's the best position to take is no position because, like... It says in the Bible, let vengeance be God's. There you, you go. Know, let it be the most high, the you know, the creator. Well, so, I, yeah. I don't like boxes. And, and one of the overall arguments in all of this stuff is, oh, you just got to let them know that the box they're trying to put you in is the wrong box. You, you, you know, you're in this box over here. You got to let them know you're in this box. Same thing with Friday. Same once again. It's like, fuck no. I don't want it. If I am in a box, I'm not going to tell them. In the meantime, I'm going to try and maintain that I am. I'm not in a box. It's not that we have the wrong box. It's the whole idea of boxes to begin with. Oh, my gosh. You just... That's like... Yeah. That... What came to mind was the... Uh, what is it? The shell trick? The what? You know the, you know the shell trick? 
where they put the P in the like doesn't have to be a P but something inside like a cup and they got three cups and then move it around and a, like you think it's in that cup and then you pick that cup and it's really in the other cup. Yeah. Three card mark. Like it's a magic trick, like yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. I don't know, that that just came to mind. I don't know if it's any relevance. No, no, it does. It's like I don't know, it's kinda of like no no position because I mean, if, like, I could really start going esoterical, existential, deep, and all that. Um, I sort of, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, to, me, like, it's, to me, it's it's kind of mm-hmm. what I got out of Carl's stuff. You know, you know, they're all, these guys are all saying, well, you gotta, you got to tell us who you are. And what you believe, and where you've been, and blah blah and blah. It's like, no, I don't. Did I hurt you? No. Okay, then. What? What? You want to talk about the weather? You want to talk about the game coming up? You know, why do I need to tell you shit? If I ain't hurting, if I ain't hurting you, and it will come up at some point. And I thought it was going to come up on Sonya's show, but she didn't have it. You know, it's that, uh, um, I got it out. It's be kind to the sojourner because you were a sojourner in Egypt. Well, that's out of American standard, and and I think King James is stranger instead. You know, if if an oaky crosses my land, he didn't trespass. If he left the gate open and the, and the stock got out, he trespassed. If a hokey builds a fire out of some dead wood and cooks his lunch, he didn't trespass. If he gathered up all the dry wood and took it with him or burned it all, he trespassed. You get where I'm going with that? Yeah, yeah, I I, I do. <laughs> I don't have to identify myself to anybody. Well, well yeah, I, I mean, what is... something. Well, give me some more evidence, and then we'll talk about this identification thing. Give me well, some I reason. Mean... You know, don't. It, it's it's like you chatted back pre-crime. You know, now you accusing me of, of pre-crime. You see, the, you see. Are you a prophet? You see the future. You're yeah. gonna lock me up for my own good. So then, then ask yourself, like, when they're doing that, when they're pre-crime, they're prejudicing, pre, prejudicing you, and and pre-crime, and like you pointed out a good point, like, oh, you know, you can see the future, blah blah blah, and then, and then, like, who who's the antagonizer? Who's the persecutor? Who's the bad person? Don't want right. doing the accusing. Exactly. So who has right. the highest position? You just the one that's innocent, and not the one that's not persecuting. The one that's not taking any position. Makes sense to me. I mean, I totally get like when Carl, you know, Carl Lentz, he talks. I totally get like, I just get, I just get it. I get what he's saying when he talks to me. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, we're, uh, we're all kind of missing him. I'm wondering what's. Um, I don't know if he's still Chicago area, but there was somebody from Illinois. I hadn't seen Illinois on any of the chats before. And somebody from Illinois was listening in on Mike's call, never said anything. And I don't think they were on the chat. I, and I think I even put in there, I wonder if that might have been Carl. I think he listened okay. on, on some of the calls. Yeah. And he used to chat, and you could, you could, you could tell that you could kind of recognize his style. I think uh, maybe... If he is listening in, he's not chatting as much because some of us can uh, can tell by by the way he chats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised a couple times I've chatted to you as a guest. I'm surprised you couldn't figure out it was me. Um, I did one time because... You're a guest, and you like start posting songs. And I was like, "Oh, that must be idiotic." <laughs> and uh, I, I could tell your style of, you know, posting the songs. Oh yeah. If it's a song, oh. that's a giveaway. Giveaway. And if I write like I usually do, you know, put two for two and just you for you and things like that. But sometimes <laughs> when I'm a guest, I'll go ahead and put the full words and everything, so I'm, I, I'm a little less obvious. But I'm, I don't do that very often, mostly just on Mike's show, because I will not identify myself on his show again. And I was surprised I talked. That's what happened to me before. I talked because Roddy was not on the chat board, and I was responding to something he said, and Mike was either already lurking in the background or he came in. <laughs> and he fucking interrupted me, accusing me of interrupting him, and started screaming all this bank shit about something I never even said. And it's like, fuck yep. that. And then he says, it's my show. It's like, well, you sound like the fucking judges we're trying to deal with. You know? Yeah. You know, you know, so fuck it. So I will listen because there is some... And he actually has some good stuff. He's just... Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, he's just he's just so fucking arrogant and condescending that I don't care if you have good stuff. I don't want to listen to you anyway. You know, and he's never been to court. And he's the guru now. The guru's never been to court. Yeah, he... <laughs> And near as I could tell, he doesn't have a car, you know. I mean, it's cute that he's a gorilla farmer. And I was wondering about that gorilla farming thing, except that he's a pot smoker. And he is only the second pot smoker I have ever known about who is grumpy. Oh, really? <laughs> but anyway, once again, talking um, about something out here, I should stop doing that right now. No, there's there's something I was gonna point out. Um, no, I mean it is good. Like we seem to be all doing it lately, like talking about one another, and it it kind of um, it kind of clarifies everyone's position, like what character. Oh yeah, it's not a totally bad thing. I mean, if it's 
for our own edification. If it's, but we need to be at a point where that's fine. We have some disagreements, but we need to be Rich. united. We need to be exactly. united to the outsiders. Yeah, exactly, and, exactly, and, and that's why these coals have been falling apart because. And it does come back to the egos. I mean, I mean, have have we really just like people need to go on the calls and realize that we all have different levels of education, and it's going to have to be trying to you know communicate that and reach a even level ground to where we're actually trying to solve the problem for somebody, you know, somebody like Ashley, like. Right. You know, we it's, we're trying to help. We're not trying to like make one another small, one person better than the other, or whatever. Just because they might know something different. Yeah. You know, we got to let's just come together. I reckon. Well, and we almost need we almost need uh, you know Robert's rules of order or something to okay, you know, you speak for two minutes or something and then shut up, you know, and not this, this fucking yelling over each other. That's just stupid. That, yeah. that, that, I, I don't, I see no good in that at all. Yeah. And I do, like, I do see, you know, I see Roddy K, you know, he, I see him antagonize Mike and, um, you know, but I'm not going to judge and say that, him antagonizing Mike is a bad thing because maybe maybe Roddy's just trying to point it out to him. And he even he even did say that, you know, haven't you even noticed how, you know, belligerent and arrogant you are on these calls? You know, we're trying to solve a problem here and you're just coming on. And I missed that part. Roddy actually... Was yeah, I mean, like... If you actually put that idea of Roddy being a troll out of your mind and you actually listen to the words he says, he's actually trying to teach a lesson. But the problem I see with that is once you start attacking someone's character, ego defenses quickly go up. And, of course, the message doesn't get through. Yeah, I think... That's just what I'm saying. I hear what he's doing and what he's trying to teach. I just totally disagree with it. And I don't think he should yeah, be so, doing Yeah, so what you're saying is you're disagreeing with his method of, of teaching, and, and that's that's good. Like, that's, yeah. That's, no, I don't, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't necessarily disagree with his teaching. I think he's like, some of the things I object to, he's like, you know, he's got this hypnotic, good old southern boy, you know, so he can slip in, slip in the stuff. That, I mean, it's fine, but I don't think it should be on common law shows. Maybe that's just his type of defense. I mean, you know, look at Donaldson's defense. His defense is to basically talk over people. Uh, if he doesn't mind what they're saying, you know, tell them they're an idiot, a moron, and yell at them and scream at them, 
and tell them they know nothing about the law just because they haven't researched his body of knowledge and um, ask five questions and not even let someone answer it. You know, we've all got like our own different defenses and I just wish people would be more or less, I mean, sorry, not more or less, less about being defensive and more about being in love and trying to help people and teach people. You know, like like, like Carl says, bear witness to the truth. Not necessarily teaching, because that's what he's doing. He's trying to teach Mike who he is and tell him how he should act when maybe Mike wants to be a judge one day. Maybe that's his position. Who, uh, who I, are we to judge? Like, who are we to say that he shouldn't? Maybe that's his strategy. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Maybe, you know, maybe Donaldson's position, he wants to be a great prosecutor, and he clearly is. <laughs> so, is it good or bad? Well, on these calls, sometimes it is, because we're supposed to be, you know, helping people with their cases, I guess, but I don't know. It's all a listen. You could look at it, you could look at it this way, that it's all good practice in dealing with people in general, and hopefully that would carry over into dealing with court people. Um, for you know, for example, uh, you know, Carl Carl says you know it's all in the paperwork. Well, you know when I got attacked on on that one show, it's like well that was, and it was already my plan going in. I, I already explained why I, why I spoke up. It was only because Roddy was on the call and not on the chat. But the, And the plan going in that particular day was to put everything in the chat. So, yeah, that's the easy way around that, you know. nobody Nobody's going to yell. They can yell at you for chatting, but so far nobody has, and, and then who cares? But, yeah, put it in writing. Put it in writing. Yeah, you told me something that day. You said it a lot, actually. And, and, uh, see, yeah, I mean, people, I don't know, I see people judge you, and they're like, oh, he's just an idiot. And, like, you can't, you know, I guess you kind of set them up with your name, that, you know, your handle that you use, but, um, which is kind of, you know, it's, it's smart in itself, too. But, like, yeah, I, I see I see what you're doing when you do the things, like you ask the questions you ask, you make the statements you make, and it's like, like I see your position, and it's it's really smart. It's really smart. I like it. <laughs> well, well, Sonia, Sonia made a point early on, and I took it to heart. You know, well, this is being... Oh, really? don't, don't put a lot of stupid shit in the chat. Um, you know, don't say this is being recorded. You know, this is we're making a history here, and yeah. it's like you're absolutely right, Sonia. And I'm going to uh, make my position. I got to figure out a better way of saying that because I don't like that word. But yeah, I'm making my record on you. Yeah, if somebody wants to know about me. Go read all the chat. 
You don't have to listen to all the shows. Just read the chat. You'll see a lot of stupid stuff. You'll see a lot of rock and roll songs. But yeah, that's who I am. I'm not denying that. You know, and yeah, there's there's some stupid things. Hopefully, uh, the progression has gotten a little smarter. Whether I've learned anything or not. I just, all I want to do, the only thing I want to do is, okay, I did this and it was stupid, so don't do that. <laughs> you know, that's all I try and do, you know. Yeah, I mean, we, we all make mistakes, so, I mean, it's just whatever we're, however we're um, vibrating at that time. So Ashley, did you go to sleep or go go make food for the baby or what? Yeah, I think she's gone. That's fine. Yeah, there seem to be a lot of these shows where it ends up you and I. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think you have some. Uh, I think you have some good spiritual insights. I think you're a little too public with some of your business, but. Uh, yeah, me, like, me, I kind of, yeah, I gotta be, yeah, I gotta be. But it's too late uh, now. I don't know. Uh, you've made, I just kind of. You've made yeah. your record. Yeah, I have, and I'm probably going to be judged by it. I mean, I already have, but the thing is, is, like, everything I do, whether I'm aware of it at the time, has a purpose and an agenda, whether, like I said, whether I'm aware of it or not, because I'm trying to come from a place of more of God's will rather than my own. That's all fine. And sometimes, sometimes I'm trying to show people how ridiculous they are being when they're too scared to like put on the chat like what they're eating or something. I know it sounds ridiculous, but or just even something a little bit personal or private. Like why why do people need to be so controlled by like the social construct of shame? Yeah, you know, the only, the, I don't only know. Thing, the only thing on that that I will say yeah. is yeah. when there's other party involved, maybe you ought to make sure that Not to do it. <laughs> that's okay with the other party. There, as far as your own personal thing, a counselor type way back when told me a thing, and I probably took it a little too far and have since become a little more private. But if you put if you put all the worst things about you out there, <clears throat> then there's nothing anybody can hold over your head. Yeah, so you well, have, I mean... You got skeletons um, in your closet, you open the closet door, yeah, there's the skeleton, you see? Okay, now what are you going to... Now what are you going to blackmail me with? You know, yeah, and I mean... That's the only thing on that stuff. Well, the thing is, is I mean, if these 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 particular people 
are going to be that stupid to come on talk show and judge my character for who I am on a chat? Like, like how, like how stupid are they? I mean, you know, I'm not saying I am, but people can lie. Like, they can fake, you know? <clears throat> and um, I do believe that... Um, I do believe Roddy K was pointing out that someone that comes and calls and disrupt, disrupts on these calls does exactly that. He calls in all these different um, talk shoes and he puts on these fake voices and he disrupts the calls. Yeah. Well, that and that's true. I'm not going to answer I mean, he's kind of obvious. He didn't get enough attention when he was a kid and he's trying to make up for it. And how long that's going to last in his life, uh, I guess it's going to be however long it does. You know, at some point, he's going to have enough confidence in himself that he's not going to need that recognition from others. You know, but but it's probably not going to be real soon. And that's fine. You know, he does have some valuable stuff. I don't think he has as much as he thinks he does, but that's my opinion. If we're talking about who we're talking about, which I'm pretty sure we are. Yeah, um, you're you're pretty, yep, yeah. And hang on a second. Yeah, no, you you made a really good point though about. <clears throat> I didn't think about that really. <clears throat> I mean, we all want attention, right? Yeah. I mean, there's people yeah. that don't, but. They're not chatting on talk show or talking. They're probably yeah, sometimes it's, hard, sometimes it's hard to remove, you know, remove the um, ego and, and the, the personal aspects of being an individual yet connected. But, like, <clears throat> forgetting that and, like, taking everything personally... <clears throat> can be hard. I, I haven't had, you know, much experience in the courtroom, but, I, you know, I could imagine, like, if a judge or a um, prostitute is screaming and yelling at you, you know, it'd be pretty hard not to take it personally. Right? Oh, it's... It's... I mean, for me, I don't know, there's... there's got to be people that you know that don't have ego issues but that who who how many can you think of off the top of your head maybe the Dalai Lama and some of those guys 
Yeah, no. Every, everybody's they got do. a name. They do, because... They do. Clearly they do, because... If someone comes at them with a stick... <clears throat> you know, they, they're going to fight that. Yeah, I don't know that... I don't know that we could function without an ego. That's what I mean. I'm like... Yeah. And like, it's just, it's, just it's, it's everything is a matter of degrees. That's all. Yeah, I mean, even if we just get rid of this whole, I think, primitive idea of even an ego, and just bring it back to just being, like, loving and helpful, you know. There you go. There you go. Like and we that's, can still, yeah. <clears throat> that's one of those things. The concept is simple. The practice is difficult. Right? Sure is. And I'm, I'm, by no, I'm by no means perfect, and I don't claim to be. And what I'm realizing more and more is when I try and help someone, that holds charge. And is that going to charge me negatively or positively? And I will mention names because basically Donaldson, and I'm sick of mentioning his voice, and it's funny because he he says, oh, I'm sick. he said on one of these calls, I'm sick of people mentioning about, you know, David Wynn Miller. And then it's funny because on these calls, he's pretty much the only one... I know I've mentioned it a couple of times, but he's the one I hear him mention him the most. So he contradicted yeah. himself at one point. Well, yeah. But anyway, but anyway, the point was was sorry, I'm eating at the same time. <clears throat> um, uh, I went off on a tangent on that. Um, I I'm gonna make it public, you know, public record right now. Not that you know. Not that anyone really cares, but I'm just going to put it out there. A um, couple of weeks back, or maybe three weeks back, on Angela's call, Donaldson decided to take it upon himself um, to put out publicly a private letter that I had sent to him months ago. I think it was even last year I sent it to him. Like, so almost well well over a year ago, of a, he decided to do that of a defamatory nature to somehow defame law fan, <clears throat> which I don't even care, because whatever, I'm not in this for fame. And um, somehow conjure up a public opinion on talk show against me that I'm an idiot, a moron, and don't know anything, and shouldn't be on these calls. I'm not American, and you know, I shouldn't be studying common law, and blah, blah. So he puts my private letter out publicly for everyone to read, and decides to try and make me look bad, and point out the mistakes I made in it, when I clearly said to him, that was a private letter, I clearly said to him that, so I made it public notice that it was a private letter, and also, you know, private between me and him. And my volition intent of sending him that letter 
was a friendly one to make a friend and also maybe show him some wisdom. And he decided to throw that in my face. Well, I remember and shit on it, and not even I give remember, a shit. I and remember that that. Uh, me I remember that chat you guys were having, and it was a distraction. For one thing, it was, everyone. A, it was a distraction, distraction for both of you guys because you never oh, listened yeah. to the speaker at all. And it was also a distraction for me, even though I did manage to listen pretty well. But it was still a distraction, and I was I was kind yeah. of annoyed. Did I remember the exchange of the threat, the ongoing threat for a long period of time? Did he ever actually put that letter out? Or if you go back to to the three weeks ago on Angela, I think it was three weeks ago on Angela's call, maybe four weeks. Ago, I don't know. Times are blur, but. If you go control F, like you, you know how to go to you, you, you know how to go I, I know how to, to get the chat back and I just told you I remember watching that the whole the whole back and forth between you guys and there was a long part of it where he kept threatening to put the letter out. No, he and, did, he did. He oh, did okay. and you know why? Yeah. You know why? I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it right clear to him his actions and and you know <clears throat> He somehow made out I was like, like you know, calling him names and blah blah blah. But I, he came in as soon as he came on in the chat, he started insulting me. So it's like he had an agenda. And if you go back and listen to their call last night, him and Aries six 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 call last night, bitch fest between those two. Um, I was on there. If you notice the comment, if you notice the comment Donaldson made at the beginning of that call, he said, "Ooh, this is gonna get angry." So him and Aries six 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 and Donaldson have started a call to deliberately, um, you know, defame people and um, stir, you know, stir you shit gotta, up. You gotta let that go, food. man. You gotta you, yeah. you already your whole thing with Aries is public knowledge because you made it so you gotta you gotta let that go. You gotta let that go or, or people like Donaldson are gonna use it against you. Just let it go, man. No, I realize that. I realize that. And the point is is I gotta let it go. They gotta let this shit go because no, they don't. That's not on you. They do. You gotta let you gotta let it go. You gotta do. No, they do others. because Aries Aries six 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 put out private information on the chat before <clears throat> before I ever did, and Donaldson makes it his goal to deliberately wind someone up, call them names, and then turn around and be like, "Oh no, but I'm the good guy," you know, I. I, I, you know, I don't do that. And he completely lies on a public call. Is is that of like split mind or something? You know, to well, to he, say something and then just completely deny that you even said it. You know, and people are aware of Donaldson's, you know, almost schizophrenic nature. <clears throat> and um, well, it doesn't seem healthy. 
And and if you go back, I want anyone listening to this call, if they give a shit, you know, whatever, they don't have to, but anyone, you know, you know, wanting to see <clears throat> what's really going on, go back three or four weeks on Angela's call, hit control F, you know, go to Angela's, type in her number, chat grabber, 39904, hit control F, uh, I know I'm a long well, fan, it'll come off all the comments I made, then hit control F, Donaldson, and you'll see all the comments Donaldson made. And the thing is, is when I tried to apologize to Donaldson, <clears throat> what did he do? Then he started calling me dumb, stupid, you know, unintelligible and all this, and then threatening me that he would post my data out because I was being rude. He's a spinner, a twister, and a liar, and that's what he does. He'd make a great Thanks. attorney, a great prosecutor. Yeah, but he can go work for the evil banks because he's an evil motherfucker. Now, slow down a minute and think of it this way. He has jurisdiction over you right now. And he's not even no, on no, the no. phone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Don't give he him that. Huh. Give no, it no, to him. No, no, hell. He kind of does, and this is what I'm sick of, because it's pity and it's childish. He kind of does have jurisdiction over my thoughts right now, but only because the, the goal I'm doing right here, right now, is to correct the record. I mean, of, no, of the lies yeah, he's trying to spin. <clears throat> yeah, but, and that's but it. That's that, all that I want to do. I don't want to make shit up that it's lies about him. I want to just, I want to keep him to his word. I mean, that, our own words are what hang us. No, <clears> no, no. <throat> Listen to me a minute. That may okay, well be yeah. your intent. And that was your intent all through that ongoing chat, et cetera, et cetera. The reality and the result is he has jurisdiction over you and you've given it to him. And the only way you're going to get it back is to stop talking about it. Uh-huh. So then why, why you know, why, <clears throat> now why does the area 666 and Donaldson have to devote a whole call to doing that? Because yeah, that, that, Donaldson that is hitting Aries, yeah. and Aries is either, is either um, participating or using it to get to you. It, it, either way, it's none of your business, and it doesn't matter anymore. Unless you have ongoing thing for Aries, which you may well have, and all that. Um, but once again, it's like just, just. Get over it, drop it, let it go. Yeah, Anybody well, you, you want to know, you want to know what my thoughts of Donaldson is? What? He's not homeless. That's a front. He's not homeless. That's a front. Yeah. It's all a front. It's a front to make people feel sorry for him because of the insecurities of his childhood. Well, yeah, that's... It's, and whether or not he's homeless, <laughs> it, it's obvious... You know, to me, I don't know, something, was he like a foster kid or something? Um, yeah, he's, he's admitted to that, but anyway, the point is, is I think he's not homeless. I think he's a troll. I think he's a disruptor. 
He's, I think he's actually, I think he's been to law school. He lies and says he hasn't been to law school, but I think he has. I think he's an actual attorney, and he's, and he's actually on the cause to disrupt the common law movement and bring well, him back into that Babylon we talk about, <clears throat> that, that commercial slave world. That may well be the slave bankers. It doesn't even matter because... Yeah, it doesn't is, matter because I'm done. Those, those two are done in my books. It doesn't after matter. The, after this call tonight, I'm never communicating with those two particular people ever again because well, I've, seen, I've seen their fruits of what they want to do to people. That will be to your benefit. Now, it's obvious. It's obvious to everybody. He comes on all the calls. A lot of people are tolerant with him for yeah, up to a yeah, time. Yeah, Yeah, it's obvious to everyone. Yeah, but I was the dumbass that tries to see everyone as a good person, as equal, you know, as loving beings. That you know, maybe that was just my naivety. Okay. Even getting into this law game, my naivety, because, you know, I haven't been to law school. I haven't been trained in psychology. I don't know all these <clears throat> evil scheming tactics that these attorneys and that want to do on people. I don't know it, and I fell into it. So I'm just yeah. viewing everyone as nice and peaceful and happy and beautiful and that. And look what I get. I try to help Donaldson out. I send him a nice, beautiful letter, trying to give him some pills of wisdom. And then he has to come on a chat <clears throat> and be like, Man's off and you're weird, you know, why do you have to send me a letter? It's so stupid. You're a moron. You're dumb. You're unintelligent. Blah, blah, blah. You know, let's point out, you know, all the mistakes. Lawfare made. Well, guess what? My letter was not a point-for-point point legal case document. It was actually a private letter, like like you would talk, like it was a mixture of little key wisdom points, you know, kind of like maxims of law, I guess, but with my little tweak to it, I guess. And, yeah, so it's not like I was trying to build, build a case, but, yeah, you're right, he built a case against me and he used it against me and that shows me who he is, someone I don't want to deal with. Because I want to deal with beautiful people. You can't Not have winners, twisters, and liars, and attorneys. Fuck those motherfuckers. You can't have it both ways. You can't be public and private at the same time. So if you don't, it's what I told you earlier. If if all the wor- if all your worst shit is out there, then nobody has anything to hang over your head. You know, he kept, you guys went on and on about, he kept saying he was going to put the letter on. But can he you had, just... He had you wrapped around your his your his finger and... Yeah, I, I realized that. I, I realized that. I even realized that when he was doing it, and I should have just shut up and just let him be a dick and just carry on and blah, I realized yeah. that, you know. Um, he did... Tonight's show on Mike's show, and I answered him a couple of times, and then I stopped talking to him. 
then he just went on and on. And if you go back and read that chat, he probably 90%, he, 90% is just him ranting. It's and unfruitful. He thinks he's been fruitful. <clears throat> you don't have to worry about it. It's obvious to most people. Yeah, I know. So, so you really don't have to worry about it. He, he's burying himself or hanging himself or whatever, however you want to put it. But, yeah. I mean, just read any of those. Listen to the other calls he's on. You know, True Freeman puts up with him a little bit, but he's, like, super respectful on that show. There's And a lot of shows, he's, like, feeling the people out, how much they'll put up with. And he kind of walks that line, and and uh, you know if he if he can start ranting and stuff, he will. But you know the other the other hosts, they're not stupid. You know, if he starts his his rambling shit where he just doesn't know what he's talking about, he's just talking to just talk. They shut him up pretty quick, or he shuts himself up because he realizes you know the people on the. There's only certain shows that he can pull his shit on. I listen to a lot, of, a lot of shows, and there's a lot of smart people out there, smart hosts and stuff, and they're dealing with real problems. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, they're not just playing this ego game or anything. They're actually trying to help people. Yeah, out. And, and it annoys me. It annoys me that I allowed him to drag me into his ego game. And then he, you know, he used it for his control. Yeah. And, um... It's pretty simple. But then, you know, I'm thankful. I am thankful. You know, because I... You know, I give praise to God. And I give... I'm, you know, grateful for everything that comes my way. So, you know, I am... Yeah. So, basically... And, you know, he's not all bad. You know? I don't... I don't hate him. I don't hate there him. You go. There you go. Um, I don't hate him, but I'll tell you now. I don't hate him, but you know, I don't necessarily love him either. I'm very he's the way he is is very makes it very neutral. <clears throat> and and then that that's all right, whatever, you know. That's cool. I just I just know that um my life is my life and it is my will. And I choose who I come in contact with, and I choose who I want to learn from, and I and I choose what path they're on, and I decide whether their path is one I want to let affect my path and go down, um, or not. And I thought maybe, maybe I'd want to play the lawyer game, and possibly even go to law school, but. Yeah, the way it makes me feel inside, it's very, it's a very dark game. I don't know if I like it. Well, I heard, I heard of a guy, and he went to law school, and it came time to to take the bar oath or whatever. And some old guy snagged him aside, and was like, "You sure you want to do this part of it?" And the guy ended up not doing it. He had the knowledge. You know, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't, 
the problem I would see with going to law school would be, yeah, you would learn some law, you would learn lots of procedure, you would learn some psychology, but they're <coughs> they're programming you. You know, if you know that going in there, you know, and you know what to watch for and you don't give yourself away, you know, you, you could become a spy and it would be good knowledge to have. But I think the uh, you'd have to really guard it, getting indoctrinated. You know, I think these people, you know, there was a young one I dealt with recently, and he didn't say it to my face, but I, I could just see, you know, you're stupid. You know, we're, t- we're, we're taking care of you. You know, I asked the public defender. I said, uh, you know, the prosecutor's office, all these young prosecutors, and they win 90% of their cases, and that's because 90% of the people take the plea. Right, so they they count that as a win. Well, of the cases that actually go to trial, it's about fifty fifty. So, um, so I asked the public defender one time. I said, "So that's how a prosecutor advances in the system, you know, with the wins." I said, "How do you guys advance? Because." You sell out ninety percent of your clients. How do how do you how do you work your way up in the system as a public offender? And he said, and he said, oh, it's just how you act in court and blah blah blah. You know, just some fucking piece of crap lie that <laughs> I think they I think they progress in the system by how many they lose. But anyway, the point being. Point being, the guy is just arrogant. They're just—they're all fucking arrogant. We're smarter than you, and that's got to be part of their education, that part of their indoctrination. We're looking out for the public in general. We're not looking out for any person, people, or person at a time. We're looking out—that's the oath they take to the court. Their first duties to the court. Yeah. Yeah, here's cool. That's the point. Right. Mm. That's 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 and you and you were you were saying it earlier. That's the judges are they're trying they're trying to determine that line. How much can we suck out of the people before they become alarmed? And they're trying to work as close. And they could work far from that line. It'd be easy. But they're not. They're trying to work as close to that line as they can. And I think they're they're getting these days and these times, uh, I think they better get a little farther back from that line because they're fixing to blow it. There's too many people becoming to, especially with all the cop shooting shit. That's bringing it, I think that's bringing it into people's consciousness more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, the lawyers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, 
they're, they're, what is it, their allegiance to the court. They, um, they're basically the, the corporate lawyer, uh, corporate lawyer soul. Yeah, I think, and they may actually, that's what I say about the indoctrination. If you were to go to law school, just watch out for that. They either believe or they've been led to believe that they're protecting society as a whole, right? Yeah, but that sort of becomes a form form of like, um, is it kind of like, like communism? Um, uh, oh yeah, maybe uh, there some elements would relate. Like, like, yeah, I mean, like it's like, you know, like um, you know, everyone's like, I mean, it should be this way anyway. Like, you know, like everyone's for the greater good and like, like, but like, right, it can be very cold because it's like you know, individuals don't matter. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean. So Ashley's asleep, right? Oh, uh, she's been gone for a while. Is she, uh, is she actually, oh. is she still calling on the call? Or? Yeah, she's still on the board on the call and the chat both, but yeah, she, we put her to sleep hours ago. Anyone else on the call? On the chat call? Well, Southern California's still showing. And you're showing, and Guest 7 is on the chat. Wait. And, and California has never spoken up, and Guest 7 has never typed anything in. So. Southern yeah, California. Wait, is, um, is San Francisco South? No, California and, is in North California. North. Uh, and California is a giant state north to south. And it's, it's in fact, it's, fuck, uh, it may be third. It's a big state also. Any, oh, no, it's probably fourth. I don't know. Um, I think it's Alaska's first, Texas is second, and then third, uh, might be Montana, might be California. Montana is a big state too, but I don't know which one of those. California is deceptive because it's um, relative to its north-south. Its east-west isn't that big, but it's—I think it's more than half of the west coast of the U.S with Oregon and Washington north of it. San Francisco's like two thirds or maybe a little more, three fifths or so north. And LA's two thirds or so south and San Diego is right down there close to Mexico. But I don't. Hey, I have, I've only been to California a couple of times for short times. L.A. area and San Diego area. 
or just a couple. So I don't know California or shit. I've got friends in Northern California that have been bugging me for years, and it's on. That's where the the big trees are. The redwoods and stuff. Oh, the redwoods, yeah, I like them. I've been wanting to go there a good portion of my life, and now I've got people up there that have been there for a while, so i got a place to go. It's on my list. Hey, dude. Um, I'm going to head off and go to sleep. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, it's almost the middle of the afternoon your time, right? No, it's. I think it's 9.30 at night, but... Oh, okay. All right. Um, last night, I didn't sleep at all. I didn't sleep so, at all last night. No, I was too stressed out. What song is that? The, he says that in the song. I didn't sleep at all last night. <laughs> I'll think of it. I'll think of it by the next call. Yeah, no, I was too stressed out. I mean... Well, the Daniel Raylift is going to be doing a daytime barbecue thing at uh, in the town up by where my little brother is. Oh. And they've been they've been sold out for. I was I was hoping to make it to that, but they've been sold out for weeks already. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, Little River Band. Don't you know? I know you're too young, but they must still play it. They're, they're an Australian band. You must know them, right? You know what? I've heard the name. <clears throat> I've heard the name um, before Before uh, you even mentioned it. So go I'll go look, look them up. Go look them up and listen to some of their stuff. They played like a, like a benefit thing for this dog rescue place. And uh, my friends... My friends knew him and met him before, and because I asked, well, what the hell? Are they do? I asked one of the guys from the band. I said, "Do you guys have a gig in Denver or something?" They said, "No, they had Albuquerque the night before and it Rapid City uh, coming up, probably this weekend coming up was their next stop." Because I was just kind of curious why they were doing. Uh, I mean, it was twenty bucks, but that's. You know they're a big, big name band. That was cheap uh, to help out this dog thing. And have you heard of, um, my friends, have you heard my, of Midnight Oil? My friends told me that they, uh, uh, one of their shows, the, this lady that uh, runs this dog thing here, was got to talking to them, and it turns out one of their guys is like that's a big deal to him, the dog rescue thing. So that's so. Oh, okay. I guess we'll come play a show for you or something. That's apparently how it came about. But anyway, it was a, it was a great show. And it was like you know in the middle of the hot afternoon, but um, yeah, yeah. Look them up. It's it's kind of more easy going. It's rock and roll, but it's. Uh, like, I don't know the word to describe it. Anyway, listen to a couple of their songs. You'll like it. They're yeah, from, they're, uh, I, quite, I quite like a lot of um, 80s music, nine, you know, 90s music, 80s. Yeah, like 70s. late 70s into the 80s, that, that's, that's them. You'll see. 
You'll see. All right. Yeah, remind, reminds me of when I was a baby. <laughs> go to bed <laughs> and and listen to Kurt's call tomorrow night. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, He's still doing it on the same phone number? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll save that. That's, that's yeah, good. and listen to the, you know, sit through the uh, placenta crap, and then he'll leave. And hopefully uh, Paul from Chile will come on again, and then you'll get some good info. So, so like, like, cause he like he talks about that stuff a lot, like the placenta stuff. Is it is it That's, is he doing it just because like a newcomers, like newcomers coming in and they haven't heard it before, or he just likes to talk about it? <laughs> well, that's just, that's just his main thing. I mean, yeah. he. He asks for input to try and get on to the next thing, but, um, I mean, I think he, uh, he, I don't know how he came up with it or whatever, uh, but he sure acts like he believes it, and there's, you mm. know, well, if if you follow it, it makes sense, because obviously they're doing something. You know, they, they've created a, they, I mean, any of these guys, you know, they, they'll they tell you, they can't hear you, they can't see you, they can only deal with the fiction. Well, where'd the fiction come from? Well, this this is what he's traced back to, and it's either true or it's not, but whether it's true or it's not, if you work your stuff as if it were true, it it works out and it makes sense and it... it exactly. Exactly, because they're using that joinder and but when you re, when you rebut, rebut that joinder of, <clears throat> you know, your DNA on the paper and all that, it's, it's ridiculous because so what? There's a couple of drops of blood on a piece of paper. That doesn't make that mean. You know, I'm not even my body. I I, I live inside my body. So. Right. Uh-huh. And, and the only problem so. with it is if you're standing there telling that to the judge, then instead of sending it in on paper, oh. I mean, I've heard of people saying, you know, they're bringing the birth certificate into the courtroom and you wanted this guy, here he is, you know. And you know, you know why you can't say it to the judge, like in a court proceeding. And for one, you're going to sound like an idiot. You know, like like public opinions, you're going to look like a moron. Two, you're bringing a you know like a private thing out into the public, and then therefore you're going to be judged accordingly. The idea is you don't even. You, you, you why, don't go to court. <laughs> exactly. That's why you shouldn't go in there. The only and I'm a strong believer. I'm a strong believer that we are judged by what we know and our deeds. <clears throat> well, sure. And my claim is, if I don't know it, then it, it shouldn't apply to me. And you've got to have a damn good reason to spiel it to me to why it should apply to me. I'm going to rebut you. 
Well, that's fine if you can do it. I mean, but they will use your they will use your ignorance against you. They will use your knowledge against you. They will use your they anything or nothing. You know, I I don't I don't. It's like Roddy trying to tell Ashley, "We'll just let him in the house." <laughs> it's like, no, and um, no, 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 no. Yeah, I kind of. What do you, what do you got to hide? Well, what, what does it matter whether I have anything to hide? Did I harm you? Harm you? I may have things I to hide. Be, and yeah. why should I tell you my life? Yeah, I mean. The, the reality is, I mean, I see Ruddy's heart, and and he he his first um, comment is what I would have made as well, and and because I'm coming from my heart as well, but the reality of the situation is, this earth is run by a lot of evil stuff, and. These people, have, these agents, have been unwittingly sucked into that. You know, doing the evil deeds, and that is one of those one one of those things would be to snatch a baby and make you think that they're coming in to check your house so the girls can return. They get their real agenda is there to take the baby, and that yeah. to me that is just sick. It's just sick but, and wrong. You know who espoused that position of, yeah, identify yourself, show us your papers. Where did that come from? Think about it. Um, That's, that was the Nazi agenda. Yeah. Okay. Well, does anybody think the Nazis were good guys? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I mean, think about it. Think of all those old movies. Show me your papers. Mm. You couldn't even walk around without papers. And if you didn't, you get shot, huh? I mean, that's pretty simple to me. And you want to be Nazis? Well, I don't. Yeah, good point, good point. All right, go to bed. I'll talk to you on the next show. Okay. Um, there must well be something on tomorrow. I don't know. Well, just just uh, Rich might have a call. Actually, there's a few things sometimes come up at the same time as Kurt's call. So sometimes I'm watching chats, but I'm listening to Kurt's call usually myself. So, but yeah, uh, Rich has been doing calls lately. Uh, I think Colin may have even done a Tuesday one. Um, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it seems like everybody bunches up. There's nothing on Wednesday now. with, uh, And that was the, one of the best shows, Tad's, but that's just gone. I hope those guys are all right. I don't know anybody who knows them. I tried to get Cali- – I, I told California Bob, because he's Southern California – that to look up uh, Bob and because I thought they would they would hit it off 
but I haven't heard California Bob on any of the calls either, so I haven't been able to ask him. Maybe he's just um, taking the, the guest well, position. He's he's in Southern California, and there's a there's a S California on this one right now, but he hadn't <laughs> spoken up, whoever that is. So yeah, I don't think there's some. I don't know. All right. Go to bed. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay, see you, man. All right, later. Um, not Ashley. Not Ashley. <laughs> Even though she's asleep.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.